internet icon the pride of the pilgrims the most honest man in all of podcasting handsome jackie jones here in pride month happy pride month everyone out there to the headyverse along with my right hand man my audio soulmate and the enforcer of the headyverse one inch biceps the power goat ah ha ha i'm the man who tells you what to do the boss baby excellent the bo- i like him when you have the pause there it says it's being the boss baby i'm the boss baby that's how that's how it goes yeah thank I you got sir my unscripted mox shirt on unscripted violence oh okay okay cool they just that's had a- their baby oh they did mm-hmm. oh, i wasn't aware of that that's awesome congratulations to them yeah set on the facebook yeah, it's on the Facebook. That was very cool. Always mm-hmm. been a fan of Moxley. He's always good to us on the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was happy when he went to the WWE. I even congratulated him. He replied. And the only reason I bring it up because there's been other people I've uh, we've had on the show, and they get a contract WWE. I reach out to them and congratulate them. They don't reply at all. They you know they don't want anything to do with you. But he was a guy who replied and was like, "Thank you." appreciated nice. that we were happy for him. yeah yeah doing well yeah i didn't know either until it was, it was on our facebook page so join the in your head facebook that's over at the i uh just go to facebook search for in your head you can follow us on all the social media sites enter and don't forget to subscribe or hit the bell icon so you get all the notifications but we're most active on facebook and I always feel really old and out of date when people are like, oh, yeah, you remember MySpace? And then there was Facebook. You know, I'll, no one ever uses these anymore. And I'm like, oh, that's the one I use. 
Is 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 Facebook the one that's like kind of passe now? Yeah, we're still using got, it. Yeah, we're, we're like we've got all our stuff over on the Facebook. There's still a lot of people on Facebook though. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't think anyone's on MySpace. Yeah, and it's like I remember the transition from MySpace to Facebook. MySpace got pretty dead after a while. Like it was just nobody was there. So I don't think Facebook is there yet, is it? Or am or am I just out of touch? And I'm out of my mind because you're not around. Yeah, it oh. MySpace exists, but it, like you know, I tried to log in, like I couldn't do it. Everybody's yelling at me. Don't tell people to join Facebook. I think it's I think a Facebook group is active. With we have our community. A big part of of the podcast for me has always been the community aspect. You know, the headyverse. You get together with the friends. Now I'm going to say this right away because this will come up on the show. First of all, I've been attacked. I don't want to make this about me, but there are p- people that usually I should feel guilty for telling people to join the Facebook. But I don't feel guilty. At what someone joins Facebook, what they do is up to them. But we are not here to roast our friend, Hincher. We're not here mm-hmm. to ridicule, no, or or, or uh, make little or white or make him feel bad. We we are we are fans and friends of Lexar, and some bad things have happened. But I'm also honest. I know, you know, Incher is honest. I'm not going to, we're not going to, we're not going to trash a man, but you know, lessons should be learned. That's true. Lessons should be learned, (laughs) but yeah, I feel bad for him. Honestly, I really do, but I've been trying, I've been talking to the guy, but I was talking Mm. to him last night at the casino. At the casino, sending them pictures of money I was winning. He, he he's kind of. Da- I don't know if that's trying to make him feel better. If if you're sending him the money that you've been winning, like that, that's probably like kicking him while he's down. I yeah, think. but it, well, I think you should be happy. I would be happy for a friend if they were winning money. Mm-hmm. It's not like I. It's not like the money I won in the casino came out of his pocket. It's not like I I played a slot machine. And oh shit! Here uh, when the progressive, uh, the progressive, you know, money, well, and it just starts pouring out of his pockets. Here's my line of think: when you show him the money that you've been winning, it makes him want to go to the casino. But his luck isn't quite as good as yours. He doesn't have the lady luck with him. Oh. Why is why does luck be a lady tonight? Luck, luck with the lady. I don't know what that even means. What? Yeah, I don't know that either. Does that mean you gotta fuck the luck? To make sweet love to the luck? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> or maybe it'll blackmail you. Uh, maybe maybe luck will blackmail you. Maybe maybe there's something to this. Maybe maybe. Well, do you want to explain to people what? Uh, I, I feel bad even bringing it up. Yeah, I don't know if it's my place, but but I mean, let's do it. So, <laughs> but. But let's do it. Right. So everyone's waiting for this. People are saying, going to build it up. <laughs> no, we're going it to it like at the beginning of the show. I think yeah. the whole show is probably going to be about this. Yeah. Because I, really, I can talk about impact if you guys want. <laughs> but I don't think anybody wants that. All right. All right. So it's a glorious day at first because the mighty Lexar joined Facebook. I was very excited. Joined Facebook, he messaged me. 
But he's been on for a while, hasn't he? No, he's been on. He was on literally not even three days till he was left Facebook. Yeah. Were we friends though? I, that's what I was thinking because I seen his. Maybe I wasn't even friends with him then. No. Huh. Jeez. He joined after we did the show last week. He wasn't even on the show last week when we were doing. We he was not a part of Facebook at that time. Oh, I didn't realize that. I, I he thought he was there. Facebook but... was uh, sending naughties, got blackmailed. Was we're gonna go through all this in detail, but just give you an outline. Uh, had uh, had his the naughty sent to his friends and and cohorts, left Facebook, all of this in in a three day span. Mm-hmm. All since we were here last week. There's more happening in Lex in the in this in the social media life of Lexar than all of wrestling last week. Okay, like I, just explain what exactly happened because. I think people who aren't in the know probably don't know, you know, but. So he joins Facebook. Yes. Joins Facebook. Finally, he's getting, he's like, I'm going to join this Facebook. So then I send him a, uh, like, Hey, come and join the group. Interact with all the buddies. I make an, a post welcoming Lexar to Facebook for the first time. He joins it. The heady verse, they're throwing babies in the air they're they're lighting up fireworks. They're dancing in the streets. It's a gay old time, and I mean gay, you know, in the in the way you know having fun. Yeah. And the old timey, you know, gay. And so everyone's just having a good old time. Lexar's here, a legend of the Headyverse, and I and I don't I'm not being facetious. He's a legend of the Headyverse, a legend of in your head one of my favorite callers, and I consider the man the friend. So I was happy he was on the Facebook. He's on social media. We welcome him. We give him a hero's welcome to the Headyverse. Mm-hmm. There he starts adding buddies, doing going about his business. And then I get these message. I get this message. Well, first, he, I guess he's posting on, on me, social media, on Facebook, that something was going on, but I did not see this. I, I, I saw the messages from him first. So apparently what happened was a uh, what he thought was a woman. It could still be a woman. I'm pretty sure it's a guy. But either yeah. way, regardless, it's a it's, bot. It's not the person they claim to be. Exactly, yeah. It's a, added it's, him on Facebook, uh, uh, pre- pretending to be an attractive young lady who works at Kroger's, the head cashier of Kroger's. And I'm wondering if head cashier is sort of like, because I've never heard of a head cashier. I just thought they were cashiers. Mm-hmm. But as a head cashier, do they mean it sort of like the head cheerleader Francine? Which could yeah. add to all, you know, all the temptation. The mystique of the whole story. Exactly. So I I, I don't know the exact details here. I'm a little fuzzy. I don't know. She, I think, because this is what he said. She sent him nudes first. Ah. Uh. And so he tells me, he's like, this woman I don't know sent me nudes and asked me for them. So I sent them back. So so this woman he doesn't know immediately friends him. He immediately gets nudes. He immediately uh-huh. responds to these nudes with nudes of his own. He didn't consult you first? No. I mean, this is these are red <laughs> flags everywhere. Uh-huh. And he's not an old man. And he's yeah. not a young child. I yeah. would think, I know he's not, he's not. 
really been on social media, but I think you should be somewhat savvy of the ways of the internet. Which I'll get into because apparently he even watched a documentary about this. This is why so he didn't want to go he's all studied up now. No, before he even joins. I don't I don't know how this happened. But so I mean he goes on Facebook, he immediately this woman he doesn't know. No, I see these people are friending you from in your head. You know, hey, here's beef, here's Kai Spires, Jackie Jones, Vic Shavoni, the song man. <laughs> Interest nowhere to be found, but you know, all, all the, the buddies of the owl, all the friends are, are, are adding. Them. I think probably the last mention was maybe why I'm not around, but <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, so he's at, and he probably doesn't know your what, what handle you go by is the thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, he may not be aware of my account. But I am JD Howard because I I, was like, I used to be one inch biceps, but somebody reported my freaking account. And did, did they, did they say, okay, you got one strike? No, they went directly to send us an ID of your photo on it. And what's really weird about all this is you're okay. So that happened. That's happened to me, but I had my ID, but why they didn't think, why they think I would fake the name Neil Jones. I don't know. But I reported this bot account after this happened to uh to, to Lexar. Yeah. And I get the the next day or a few hours later, I get a I get a thing back. We looked into it and there's nothing wrong with this account. I'm like, there's no way they asked her for ID or anything. They just looked and like, whatever. So people who don't do anything, they get kicked off all the time. Someone's yeah. blackmailing somebody with a fake name and fake account, nothing happens. Exactly. I mean did you explain the whole story though for everybody who's listening? No, we're, we're, we're we took a little tangent here. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so he joins Facebook to to recount here to retell the story. Joins Facebook, immediately gets a friend request from an attractive uh, young lady he does not know. They mm. apparently send him uh, nude pictures. I guess saying it's her, um, and once some back, he reciprocates with uh, pictures of himself. GGB says she reported the bot too. So, yeah, and they were they were adding everybody. They were even adding neighbors of Vic Shavoni. I even got an ad request. Added too. And I looked at the account, and here's like my determining factor on whether I should (laughs) add the account or not. I will go to when how long the account has been. They've been there for like two weeks. Well, this one said 2019. Oh, okay. I saw 2019 and I said, I'm about 75% sure this is a fake account. And I said, but it does say 2019. So I'll go ahead and add them. So. Oh, you added the person. I did add the person, but then I, uh, and as soon as I seen the first, like they PM me because I went to bed because I worked midnight. Are are there going to be anything popping up of the intro? No, no. But I, I will say there was some strangeness whenever I went to block the ad, the uh, the person. Yeah. Like, um, it kept it took me to a the web browser inside my phone, and it was like sign in to Facebook, which Facebook never asked me. So I was like, this is weird. I did not do that. I did not enter my password. I went to Facebook, the app, and then found the person, then blocked them. So weird. Yeah. But go ahead. I'm sorry. 
No, it's interesting. So people, I forget the name offhand. I'll find it because oh, it's still I in still my uh, friend. Uh, and why I'm giving this out just to warn the the rest of the people, you know, not to uh, accept because you know a lot of the Hediverse is listening to this, and apparently people connected to the Hediverse. So because uh, Vic's na elderly neighbor, I that's Eileen the account. Cooper. That's the account right there. Mm -hmm. They said, Hello, this... how are you? Sounds good. Don't worry. I saw your profile. I liked it. And it made me want to send you a friend request uh -huh. to contact you to get to know you and good friendship, if you don't mind. Probably the next step was boom. Here's my lady parts. <laughs> well, I did not reply to that. And as soon as I saw that PM, I was like, oh, it's a fake account. I mean, look at this broken English, you know. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, this is worse. This is worse broken English in my own. So, <laughs> so, so they send him pictures. I'm not sure. I haven't then see those pictures. And I knew Pat Patterson was dead. So I was like, it's it's not right. Pat Patterson, she didn't say you're gonna go banana. Yeah, that's true. Too. She just said, show me the banana. So, so he sends pictures of himself. I'm not sure if he sent pictures or if he actually went on video because I saw like there was multiple like video calls so i'm not sure if she went on video and showed herself if so it has to be an actual person there i'm not i'm murky on the exact details so i don't know if they were if she sent out screenshots of a video if there's a video that exists or hmm. if it was just still pictures sent back and forth i'm not sure because i was did it? see and also she tried to do video calls with kai and other and other Hediverse members was there interaction between Lexar and this? I apparently huh. there's some to some degree because there was there was huh. pictures, either pictures or video sent to each other. Now I'm wondering if like it could have been a video, and they were playing it on their computer and like somehow cam, fed it like in. The cam, whatever. What? Well, who yeah. was the uh, back in the, on our? What was the Stacy Cam? Stacy Cam. That was a short. Why did I come up with that so quickly? Stacy can't, I'm not saying Stacy can but that website we used to use, it was short lived, but I actually thought it was probably our best, um, until YouTube, I think it was our best platform to do live shows. Yeah. Cause you, the oh. chat room was incorporated well and it's you could Mixler. actually, do the, um, no, it was, before it was before that one. Yeah. It didn't last long the website, mm. but you, you could do the live. We did the live shows themselves right off. Mm. Of it. I remember like you get, we get like hundreds of people in there. It was, it was good. But anyway, yeah, that was a good one. Um, so he's the pictures go back and forth the video. I'm not sure how it happens. And then um she starts sending stuff about this is just straight blackmail. You're gonna send me money, or I'm gonna send these pictures or video, whatever they are, uh was end up being pictures of of mm -hmm. you that you sent to me to your friends and family on Facebook. So, you know, he's wondering what to do. Do I, do I block? I was like blocker, uh, you know, but uh, she went right to uh, without the money or maybe after she got blocked. I don't know. She went right to uh, send in uh, these pictures out. I think uh, once you start sending the pictures out, you lo you lose your chance of, uh, of the blackmail. Oh uh, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, that that's basically your your bargaining uh, chip. But I did see this. I did see because my mom watches a lot of that true crime kind of things. I remember once there was something about 
someone did this to, a, I guess, to a lot of young girls, and they end up being in some other country. But and, and this one girl, like, she ended up killing herself. And um, mm-hmm. and the thing is, it's like he, you know, he first I think he was getting some money off of her, but then like you know he just started sending, or maybe he just went straight up to send it to everybody. Um, there is something about people who do this that just get off on ruining people's lives. You know, I take this on a serious, mm-hmm. uh, a serious note. Like that's well, a very strange thing to me. It's, it's horrible. I mean, that somebody, I mean, I don't know how people like this sleep at night, but I seen a thing on, um, YouTube where this guy, he, he's like a counter. He hacks the people who do these schemes and stuff. And like when I found out about this first, I thought, "Damn, Lexar, why'd you do that?" You know. But then my my second reaction was like, it kind of pissed me off. I'm like, this person should have to pay for what they did to to, to be so dastardly. And there's a person on YouTube who kind of like, he's a, he's like a crazy hacker, and he he's hacked into like call centers in India where they've they've had these schemes going on, and like yeah. they're stealing people's money, but. I just yeah, it's I'll, one I'll... thing if you're motivated with money, but the motivation just to like you know fuck somebody's life up. I just I don't I um I don't get you know trying to steal someone's money either. But at least mm-hmm. I could I can understand that on some level. But um I could well, I can't wrap my head around I, someone who's trying to just ruin people's lives. I think they were trying to get the money first, and then Lexar. Well, I, what I'm talking about then... this this other. Th- thing that i saw and uh, juju has it right to as a girl drank bleach i don't think there was even i don't think there was even money involved i think it just went right oh. to he he befriended her for like months pretended to be like a teenager oh, okay, got yeah. to know her and then she finally like flashed him and then he went right to sending it to pictures to everyone at her school and then like oh, she laughed and then he he kept it up for years like would follow her under all her different you know every time she'd return Mm-hmm. and she even went to other schools and like and she ended up you know killing herself yeah and apparently yeah. He did this to a lot of women a lot of young girls and i i i don't know but someone like that is just insane that yeah. just no remorse just keeps doing it and just it's like they get off on having the power of making this person feel like crap i mean that's just awful though yeah i mean i guess it's the troll mentality but to, you know it's one thing to troll someone and you get some enjoyment off of like their discomfort, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to a certain degree. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But to get it, to want them to really like suffer and, and ha- you know, actually do harm to, the, to their actual life. And that, you know, that's a whole other level. I don't understand. So, um, I wasn't burying India. I've put over India before in the past, but yeah, you've been wanting to go there. Yeah, yeah, but I'm replying to Vince Rudo's uh, statement here, but uh, uh, I'm just telling you about the video that I've seen on YouTube, and if I have to look it up and send it to you, I will, but it is interesting, because he, he turned their webcam on, and he like he was like showing the whole call center where they're doing, they have scripts of what to say, and like how to trap people into like giving them money, and it was pretty interesting. So, yeah, so they um, sent these pictures out. The, the count's still there, and Juju, uh, I, I assume other mm. other Hediverse members uh, reported her, too. I told, I explained how to, you know, to Lexar how to do it, so I assume he did. 
I did. Yeah. Juju did. That's at least three people. I assume other people ha- have uh, have done that too. But it's weird. It's weird because I I've had I've been not completely banned, but I've been suspended many times over the years, and sometimes for something that at least I can understand, but a lot of times for something for no, in my opinion, no reason, but someone who's actually never for anything like this. No, (laughs) this is like, this is like really sadistic stuff. And there, this person is still allowed to prosper, you know, and, and and have other potential victims, you know? Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure he's not the first person they did this to. (laughs) They were trying to do video calls with Kai, so I, apparently they, uh, you know, I'm sure it's other people. I like Clinton's uh, response here. He just says wrestling. Right. Well, <laughs> this I'm is wrestling. I'm gonna get into something else a little because it's been a weird week with a lot of uh, fans of ours. So I'll get into something there in a minute too. But uh, anyway, so so where we're at now is Lexard left Facebook. I he, but you know I can still I'm still in contact with them. Um, I've been trying to get him to come in the show tonight. I understand if he doesn't want to, but um, I can't guarantee we'll never joke about this because that's, I mean, it's going to happen. Yeah. We're going to joke about it, but I do. I, well, uh, from, from my heart, it's not a bit, you know, I know I, you know, I love Lexar. I know Inches loves mm. Lexar. We consider him part of the show, consider him a friend. And um, I do think he can learn some lessons from this and for a few different things. Uh, some of the stuff I won't get into right now, but um, uh, we would still, we'll welcome him back. And, you know, this is this, I mean, I know it obviously sucks, mm. but uh, he's, he's, he's going to be fine. I genuinely feel bad for him. Really? Right. I mean, I know it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's just terrible that, uh, that happened and like i didn't i I was like i I don't think i i laughed or anything when i heard about it because it was just like damn i think he's he's probably not even going to call in anymore you know and i i I like that he'll he'll be back he's gonna be back he'll be back on facebook too with a different name but but i just you know i understand not one to be in on this week Uh uh-huh it's been a very uh a very uh taxing and week for him. I asked the other people the Hediverse here. Um look, I'm not gonna say you n- no jokes or no, you know, ribbon people because mm-hmm. I I mean that would that wouldn't be right of me because that's part of my personality too. But I will ask everyone to uh to be respectful, you know, don't go overboard with anything with Lexar. Yeah. You know, treat him with with you know. He's a, he's a buddy of ours. So, you know, if this mm-hmm. happened to you, at least, you know, think maybe, you know, I don't want to be, you know, felt like a, a worse than RDM. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I imagine he's pretty uh, torn up about all this, but. Uh. So on a lighter note, Andrew. Yeah. When uh, Clinton yelled wrestling here. There's been a longtime fan of the show, and I've never had any ill words with him. Uh-huh. Uh, the first time they were starting to be a little bit was with um, I will you know, mention he might be watching. I don't want anyone to attack or anything, but there was uh, he's really mad that I didn't like uh, that I didn't see anything, and it's not even I. I honestly didn't even want to say anything bad about Nick Gage after that episode. I just didn't think the episode was good. But then when I was like, kind of people were pushing me, saying how he's this great guy. Or not even a great guy, but like we talked about Wrestling. this about like yeah, this 
this wrestler could connect with the audience. Like he's, I mean, they honestly were putting him, I'm not even being facetious. They're putting him over like the next stone cold saying that he's, he, uh, he's a bigger star has more star power than any other, than any wrestler in wrestling right now. And I just like, I mean, I just don't see that. But anyway, so he started to get mad yeah. about that. But again, if people like him, that's fine. I, mean, I, I just don't think you can argue that he's like this, this, this second coming of Snow Cold. So from there, um, so he was asking people in the In Your Head group if they wanted to get together and watch uh, this uh, thing, Effie. He's a wrestler called Effie. So he, I guess he does like a live stream. Oh, Effie, yeah. I don't know. I, I was just, know. I said, who, who, like I do on the show every time someone I don't know, it's a bit, mm-hmm. I always say who people mm-hmm. say that all the time. People, you know, they, I think people get a kick out of it when I say, who, Anyway, so he gets it can't pissed. be very cutting though. Whenever you're like enthusiastic about somebody, and then you just look and go, "Who?" Well, did if I said intro, do you want to go watch Effie? What would you say? I'd say who? Come on, be honest. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who that is. So I'd say who? Uh, yeah, you'd say who? The fuck are you talking about? So anyway, so I was like, "Who?" So he he gets he got mad. He got hot, and then he goes, "Not even just hot." He just starts attacking the show. Starts attacking the guest of the show, Mario Mancini. And I was just like, well, I don't think this is the good. This is probably even just a smart way of going about getting the fan, the other fans of In Your Head together mm-hmm. to go watch this other thing. I'm Effie might be great. He might be very entertaining. I watch a video. He's not. But he, he might have been. I don't know. So. Yeah. They uh, he's like, ah, you got you care about you know, 70s jobbers and losers like Mario Mancini and, and all this stuff. And I was like, well, I don't think this is a very good way to get us the Headyverse over to, to go watch the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It'd be like, hey, you know what? This show that you guys are part of, if you fucking hate it, go watch this. I mean, it doesn't make much sense. So, you know, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Long story, then he starts going on about, you know, Mario Mancini, old wrestlers being on the show. And and he said that the show has now become, it's just old wrestlers, um, um, off-color jokes, sodomy. And we don't talk about indie wrestling anymore. So he misses the days when we talked endlessly about indie wrestling and reviewed independent wrestling, never talked to, to old wrestlers, never talked about old wrestlers, never made off-color jokes, uh-huh. never uh-huh. made never made mention of Jake Junkyard Dog. He brought that up, JYD. Never mentioned of the WV. Never mentioned of sodomy and stuff. So I was like, my God, does everyone else miss those days? And I thought... When were those days? When was in your head ever that? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't recall those days honestly, and I don't use drugs, and <laughs> I, I have a pretty clear memory of on a lot of on, on some things. I know I've been claimed that I've made up stuff before, but I, de- I that's debatable. But on this one, one hundred percent, I don't think we ever really 
been crazy about talking. I mean, if we went to an indie show, we might right. talk about it, but there's been very few indie guests on the show. I mean, pr- when we were doing hard, when we were doing guests weekly for the first good 10 or 12 years, it was primarily legends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Harry race. It was uh, Gary Hart, Paul bear yeah. Magnum TA. Yeah. If there wasn't, if it, if it wasn't a legend, it was, we had teenage guests there for a little while. Maybe some terrific. Ring of Honor guys. The the indie guys, you could probably count on two hands, I would say. I mean, we had Moxley on before he went to WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, there's really just a handful of independent guys on the show. Yeah. And it's not even that I I joke. It's a, I just don't follow it, so I didn't go on my way to book them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know when this – and then I thought, well, maybe the weeks when Clinton and Juju were on, this, the the show became so, something completely different. You guys were just like the, the independent, you know, we're just, you yeah. know, blasting all about the independence. Nah, and nah. the show was really cleaned up, and you just – with some hardcore, you know. Now, when Dwayne would call in, he'd want to talk some indie wrestling, but and then I'd get mad at him and yell at him, but. Me and Dwayne's good now. But I couldn't fathom in my mind. Him. I was like, how did he, why, how was he ever a fan of the show? Uh-huh. In a weird way, at first, I was like, what the fuck are we doing the show for? But in a weird way, it made me reinvigorate. I was like, well, fuck this. We never made the show that bullshit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we never will. Bam. Boom. Are we not mentioning the person that this was? Jay Pletz. I know very an issue with the man. Yeah. He sent me blueberry coffee. Uh-huh. It's not, it was before, you know, he's, I mean, he's a big pothead. Maybe he's got some, some bad doobies. I don't know. Yeah. He left it. So then I posted a ton. Another thing he's pissed about, that I was posting old interviews. That's because I found a bunch of interviews that were never released. On a hard drive that I thought was broken, so I yeah. was putting up some some cl- some interviews that I, I did at Fan Fest. Mm-hmm. Dangerous Danny Davis. Um, there's a Mario Mancini one that's coming. Oddly enough, um, lots of lots of cool people. Duke the Dumpster Drozzy. Yeah. Then the la- the last straw was me posting a tugboat interview. He's like, I had enough. I've had enough. I'm out of here. He quit the heady verse and blocked me because oh I uploaded a tugboat interview from three years ago. That's never been released before. You, you, you wouldn't like, there's nothing like glaringly different in the uh, interviews that would suggest that some time has passed in between <laughs> the, the release of these videos. So it's like, I, I like I honestly knew that it was an older video right. that had never been released before that yeah. whenever I seen them. And even if it let's say it was released before. Uh, yeah. All, like Joe Rogan, all the big podcast people, they put out clips of older shows. Yeah, like best of stuff. Right. Like I have been clipping some older clips of putting up there. Maybe mm-hmm. that's angered them too. I put up some new Jack clips. The idea is you watch a little clip of something. And you're like, hey, that's cool. Let me go watch the whole show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, Tugboat was the last straw. The final straw was Tugboat. Toot, toot. Tugboat's unfriended me. And I still like Tugboat. Yeah. 
he did he did actually snitch on some of the Hediverse members but he did well yeah he he uh he uh he he uh he uh, he, uh, he, uh, he, uh beef it was like i don't know which one it was it was uh either titty tuesday or one of those days he uh he reported it he was he's i will not have any of this it was filth but i didn't lose did. my shit then and i think there's more reason to, to lose my shit. yeah hmm. maybe putz remembers that he's like he's standing up for titty tuesday i don't know yeah but... is not having titty tuesday is all i know and I, I really don't think like indie wrestling like the podcast could be ran off of that because like the majority of people watch just televised stuff and right that's what they know I about mean, there's a probably right now i mean there's been other points but right now indie wrestling is big but it's weird because the 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 guys that were big in the indie wrestling are now in AEW primarily and NXT mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the 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 indie guys are probably more popular now than ever, but they're they're on televised shows. They're on AEW yeah. and NXT. There's not they're too not, many of the uh, big indie guys. Not indie guys anymore. Aren't picked up, yeah. Like I yeah. guess there's Dan House. There's a few guys, Dan Housen and stuff, but mm-hmm. Battle Tail Tugboat. You sent Tom. <laughs> it's either Thon Thursday or Titty Tuesday. I'm not sure. But the point is, beef, beef, and myself, and I'm sure the other. We still, we still, deep down, we still, uh, we still like the tugboat. He just, you know, mm-hmm. maybe he had a bad run in with a, with a bot or something. I don't know. We don't know the man's maybe. story. Maybe. <sighs> but anyway, I still have some more. I'm gonna put up the Mario Mancini interview from three years ago. That'll be our fourth Mario Mancini interview up there. I don't know what will happen then. Maybe he's gonna like uh, send me death threats or something. Well, it's nice that you found the hard drive and that you got yeah. access to the uh, data, so you can release it. Because it'd be a shame for all that just to be uh, totally. Yeah, I thought it was gone. Lost. For a while. I found some um, some without your head stuff. I thought was gone, so that's funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I found a uh, the audio of an old interview. I regret never posed, but I'd lost the hard drive, so I, I still couldn't find the video of it. But it's um. God, what's the guy's name? Um, he plays the cop, the black cop in um, Fright Night. He's in tons of movies. Fright Night. You'd know him if you'd see him. You probably wouldn't know him by name. but Oh. He's a character actor that's just in tons of stuff. I think he's... The first Fright Night? Yeah. Oh, when they're questioning... Um, the, uh, Art, the Art Evans. Art Evans, okay. Like he's a guy you would just—he's one of them guys, you know—that you would know if you'd see him, but you would—you probably wouldn't know him by name. But anyway, I have an hour and forty-two minute interview with him that we did at a uh, horror movie convention, and I thought I lost it forever. And I—oh, he's in Die Hard. Yeah, he's Die Hard Two. Sorry, you'd know him mm-hmm. if you'd see him in trees and all kinds of stuff. But anyway, that's happy I found—I at least I found the audio for that. Yeah, you could um like do some eight-bit animation. I could do that. I was actually yeah. thinking about doing eight do bits of uh, of some of the guests when we put them up. Uh-huh. Um, since uh-huh. There has been times I've been flagged for for using pictures that the WWE owns. And oh, really? So, um, yeah. But hmm. if I put up, that's why if you go to like the F4W site, they always use pic- either pictures they used or like someone took of the wrestlers because you're not, you know, most movies would never give a shit. But uh, 
the WWE. Not WWE. Yeah. Did you see this thing? Here we'll talk about some wrestling. This to me, this is total bullshit. This this is something they should be shameful of. The WWE, they they're gonna stop wrestlers signing their WWE names if they're no longer with the company. So let's say you're the honky. Well, honky talk man owns his name, so that's a bad example. I don't know. Brutus the barber beefcake, let's say, or someone who doesn't own their name. I don't know. Mm -hmm. They're at a convention, they can't sign. They can't sign Bruce Abar Beefcake. Or Braun Strowman can't can't go to a convention and sign at Braun Strowman. It's That's like, so come lame. on, guys. I mean, come on. How are they ever going to know, anyhow? Yeah, you know? I mean, how are you going to enforce this? All, the only people it's going to hurt are small well, conventions, small or big, mm -hmm. and uh, and the wrestlers. If you're, if you're not paying the guy, I mean, come on. That's just being petty. Why does it? Why this is a billion dollar company, and they're going to worry about if a retired wrestler or, yeah. or just a fired wrestler is at a convention si signing a picture of like Erwin R. Scheister and signs at IRS? I mean, come on. Yeah, really. That's that's pretty bad. It's just like, uh, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, I've been to many horror conventions. Mm -hmm. That would be like, you know, oh, you know, they, they'd come in like Kane Otter can't sign any pictures of, of Jason. Yeah. Yeah. You know. It's like he can only sign Victor Crowley uh, photos in like right. half. Well, I don't know. Uh, maybe like, they won't stop like, on the pictures, but like probably 75% of the line just gets out <laughs> and walks away. <laughs> just like, right. They're like, oh. Well, that's what I came here for the Victor Crowley uh, autograph. This is the definition of petty. It's just like, it's real, to me, it's just real scumbag stuff. They should be ashamed of themselves, especially for the older guys. Like a lot of those guys, that's how they make a living is just going to conventions. And then they're not like friggin' making millions. They're, they're eking out a living. They're retired. They have some notoriety from being in WWE during the boom period, 80s or 90s. And now they, they go, they're, they're, you know, they can't wrestle. We can't wrestle mm. when you're 50 and 60, 70 years old. And they're going to go to a convention and sign their name of the, the guy they used to be. And you're going to stop them. I mean, fuck that. Yeah. It's almost like they want to just um, kill any career they may have outside of the WWE. Yeah. It's, just like, it's wow. like, if you're not going to pay these guys forever, I mean, you just can't do this. Yeah. Why yeah. do it? What is the benefit to them? Because it's a name that they came up with, but still, it's like, come on. He, I mean, he's the only person who can portray this character, and the fans would accept it because they've tried that in the past. And it's it, one it, thing, it, like, you can't failure. make an action figure or something like that. Okay, I, yeah. I get it. I think the t shirt stuff's a little lame, but whatever. Yeah. If it's an old guy's, but okay, it's your property, but stopping him from signing the name that's just too far. <laughs> That's pretty bad. It's like, so like you cannot sign nails. You have to sign, you know, Alan Washelitz or whatever the fuck that guy's name is. Mm -hmm. Well, Jake Roberts. I mean, Jake the Snake. His real name's like R. R. Lilius yeah, or something okay, like that. Right. right. And, and it's. Like, I mean, they own all the ECW names. Of it is Sabu not going to be able to sign Sabu? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Hmm. The Dudleys won't be able to say to say that the Dudley boy. They don't. Well, that's a sign to Bubba. 
I mean, a bully, I guess. I guess that. I guess for him it works. But a lot of the people, what, you, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Like, you you wouldn't want an, a Sabu autograph and he signs it, uh, his real name. Juju B says FKA Braun Strowman. Like, sign that, like, formerly known as. I mean, the, uh, I know from, because the, the couple times I used to have to put these on banners, like, uh, when we'd have guests on, I'd have to put FKA. I even had to do this for the pug nothing against the pug. I really liked him, but it's like, come on guys. You're that, you're that hard. You're, you're that worried about uh, a free podcast advertising, advertising the pug that I yeah. can't say of the, the pug on the show to put FK, the formerly known as the pug, mm-hmm. the guys that this came up with, I'm not even joking. It was the pug and it was Sir Mo and, um, a couple other guys, but it's like, good lord, I can't, I can't put Sir Mo on. I get to put formerly known as Sir Mo. I think I'd even yeah. do it. But I was told that I was supposed to, but uh, yeah, Terry Brunk. So yeah, I was gonna sign Terry Brunk. But okay, I get okay. That's just to me ludicrous. If you had to put that on on, um, like a poster, but to actually, hey, you'd have to actually sign his name formerly known as Braun Strowman. I mean, come on. That's pretty lame. No yeah. one's gonna want that on a, on a on a eight by ten autograph. Yeah. yeah, a lot of these. I mean, some of the newer guys might ask for a lot, but if a lot of these older guys, that's the guys I'm, I think is really is shitty towards an old retired guy. It's getting like twenty dollars for an autograph, mm-hmm. and they're gonna mm-hmm. be like, oh. Well, I heard Dave Meltzer saying maybe they let go of Braun Strowman, so he's kind of forced to come back at a lower rate. Right. I like, do you think? <laughs> Okay, uh, do I agree that he's not worth a million dollars? Sure. But don't sign him to that contract then. Yeah. yeah. There's no benefit for the talent to sign a long-term contract if they can fire you at any time. The reason anyone, not just in wrestling, in sports, in radio, I mean, if you listen to old uh, Opie and Anthony shows, they'd always talk about this. Um Opie would always, you know, try to get the, he would want to do the short-term contracts to get the bigger money. Anthony was all about just signing the long-term contracts because then you're guaranteed the money and they can't get rid of you unless you do something to breach the contract. So if you sign a long-term contract, that's supposed to be beneficial to both parties because they have you then for this amount of time, you can't go somewhere else. And then if you, if you blow up, they don't have to give you a raise. Um, So if you're a younger guy, you usually like to sign a shorter term contract because you're actually taking a risk on yourself. You're betting on yourself. If I really become big and, and important to the company or a football team or whatever it is, the radio channel, whatever it is, then when my contract is up, I can renegotiate for more money. And then the flip side of that is maybe if you've been around a little bit, you sign the longer term contract because in case you get hurt or you become stagnant or whatever it is, you're still guaranteed that money for that certain amount of time. But if if the wrestlers in WWE every ninety days they could just cut them anyway. There's no benefit whatsoever to a wrestler in WWE signing a long term contract. Yeah. None at all. Well, Juju B, she's got a breaking news in the chat room. Kind of on the same topic that uh, Samoa Joe is in an NXT right now. So hmm. perhaps they had they fired him to bring him back at a lower. Salary? I mean, probably, but it, to me, yeah. this stuff's not. You sitting there talking about making record profits to all your shareholders, and then you fire people to renegotiate for for you know some less money. 
And I get Samoa like, Joe's not an active wrestler anymore, but still, that's the whole point of why you signed the long-term contract in case something happens uh, to you. Yeah, what good is the contract if they it's not upheld by them? Uh, I could only see like if they breached it. That's the right. If, because I know some of like, oh, what? If they, well, like, obviously, that's a totally different story. If you do something against your contract, then they mm-hmm. fire you. Yeah, wrestlers are just very mistreated by the WWE. I mean, this is just ridiculous. I mean, unless you're just somebody who has that clout, that superstar status, like a Stone Cold Steve Austin, they're just going to piss all over you. Yeah, and they even did him, though, at one point. That's why he mm-hmm. left. Well, he walked out, and now he says, like, he, like I don't know. They kind of humbled him and made him admit that he was wrong or something, but I don't think he was wrong, honestly. I mean. I don't think so either. I, I mean, maybe the way he handled it, I guess. But uh, yeah, because this comes up all the time. It came up in the Facebook group for some reason. Someone had started bringing up Bret Hart, and they were like, if you pay me enough money, you know, you could pin me in my living room. Why did Bret Hart, you know, wouldn't take the money? But it's like money is not everything. And I'm perfectly honest, especially if you have so much money, you get to a point. Now, if you don't have money, obviously money is very important to you. But if you're if you get to a point where, you know, you're comfortable, how much more more money? Why is this going to make any difference to you? But I, I honestly think wrestling would be better off if there were more people like Bret Hart who took their character seriously, who took the belt seriously, took the business seriously. And I'm not saying I don't have fun with silly stuff. I do. But, but, the, but if you had people that really took this stuff seriously, the wrestling business would be way better. If people actually, mm. if they weren't just like, ah, whatever, you're paying me, I'll do whatever, any kind of stupid yeah, bullshit, yeah. you're right. If they actually looked at it, so this is really stupid. I don't want to do this. And they'd be better off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they cared about their character and didn't, you know, accept everything. But I guess they've kind of made an environment where you can't really complain. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm a fan of Stone Cold, uh, and he always brings that up, like, you know, oh, uh, you know, he went in and you know said this, but you can't do that today because there's I a don't... little bit of leeway now. You could go to AEW, but. I mean, if you talk up, you're probably going to, they're going to treat probably even worse than fire. They're going to, you know, make you a total idiot on the show or not use you. Yeah. I almost think they don't want people to get to that stone cold status because they don't want to be able to like give away the power. Yeah. Well, they also say, you know, people bring up the idea that if WWE is the draw of the show, it doesn't matter what if stars go or leave because it's just the WWE. Mm hmm. And I think there's something to that. Yeah, I feel that way. I think that's how Vince McMahon would like it to be, is just WWE is why you're coming to the show. Because he used to always build up. They they would have, like, a couple top guys that were, like, above everybody else. Yeah. And, but you could see that they'd also be building the guys under that to possibly get to that level. Like, when I was a kid, you know, Hogan was def- was by far up there. But they were also Bill Macho Man to get up there and the Warrior to get up there. Even to a little bit under that would be, like, Hacksaw Jim Duggan at points and Brutus Beefcake at a point and Jake the Snake Roberts. You know, there was these guys that could potentially get up there. They would always be pushing people to, you know, to levels. Like, you know, mm-hmm. they might get up there. But now I don't really follow the show nearly as much, but it seems like – they have a couple guys that they, they like, and then everyone else is just, they're just this big mass of people that they think they could just one well, 
we need a guy for pay-per-view this month. He's the guy. Yeah. And then he's back to just being, you know, one of the other people the next week. And Now, is it the state of wrestling, why the ticket sales are so bad for these returning shows? Or is it, is it because of COVID has made people uninterested? Because the sports shows are doing fine, like basketball yeah. and I, I hear they're doing fine, but yeah, I don't think like you can really compare the trouble. two so much because live actual sports is always a bigger draw. Like even though mm-hmm. WWE, you know, has had big WrestleManias and stuff. Well, I mean, then they sell the WrestleMania, but they, um, I think they did. It's never been the, it's never, but like gonna... Super Bowl of, of wrestling, but it's never been the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But the ticket sales for like the returning SmackDown and Raw and stuff like that, they're not, they haven't been so hot. You know? Right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't have an answer. It yeah. could be the state of wrestling. It could be, I don't really think it would be the people not wanting to come back. Cause I, I've, I, from what I see, people are really wanting to, to go back to things. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't sure how that would go. Although I'll be honest, when I've been to the movies a couple of times and it's been desolate. There's no one in the theater. Mm-hmm. i guess it depends it depends what like what it is people are willing to go out there maybe it's the experience maybe they thought watching uh, live sports at home is still not the same as being there and they missed that and yeah. maybe all this stuff with hbo max and stuff for some people um watching at home is still a good experience to watch a movie so why go to the theater or there could be just the group of fans who are huge Thunderdome marks and they just want to be at home watching through a screen while they're sitting there and they can't go to the bathroom. They I can't mean, wear any clothing that the WWE doesn't like. They, 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 they got to have all these rules, you know? I'll be honest. I'm, I'm, I'm flying out to Chicago in August to go see AEW. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be gone for a couple weeks actually. Matt's got all kind. We're going to Chicago and we're going to Milwaukee. So we're going to go see like AEW in Chicago and then Milwaukee, I think. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to see the pay-per-view in Chicago again. And then I fly back uh-huh. home and go to AEW in Boston. Heck yeah. So you're going to be like the super fan. Exactly. I'm going to bring this laptop because all I need now to do the show, it would be nice to have two screens, but we don't need it. But I'm not going to bring a screen with me, but yeah. I'm going to bring the laptop and this microphone and i'm going to still do live shows uh, out in chi town oh excellent so yeah. i know you were looking forward to not being a, not hearing me for a couple weeks no. so why, would why would i ever be I'm just looking kidding. forward to that that's good but maybe i'll get matt to be on too maybe we, we can oh, get matt excellent on excellent that'll be good times yeah he offered intra to come out but intra can't get off work he also offered uh, troy but he could yeah yeah not everyone's crazy like me. It's going to take two weeks out to go around to all the wrestling. Wrestling. At least it's well, AEW, though. At least he wasn't trying to get you to go to, like, impact shows or something. Right. I mean, if there's uh, – the, not last time. The one time – I don't know. Maybe it was last time. It's been so long now since I've been out there. But the one time I went out there, we went to uh, AEW. They, and then we also went to SmackDown and the – nxt show and and i think it was survivor series so i did end up seeing a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. and Raw maybe too 
Well, that'll be cool having shows from the road. Yeah. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. I haven't been to a live wrestling for a mm. couple of years now. We used to try to do that at the Fan Fest, but we never could get it. Like, like I think we did get some live streamed on audio, right. but I don't yeah. know if we actually yeah. did do. It's easier now with the video to be able to do it. Oh, yeah. Remember, we tried sure. the one video, but I don't think it, we could get it to live stream. Yeah. I think we, I think I just recorded it on a camcorder. So, yeah, we did. Yeah. It's up on the YouTube. Oh, is it? Excellent. Yeah. Um, Scrap Iron Adam Pierce is there with us, I believe. Oh, yeah. 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 George South. At one point, Dan Severn walks in and looks at us while we're interviewing some goofball in like a baseball cap. I think he was trying to get our attention, and we were in some goo- goofy wrestling. Like, just, just, just hold on there, buddy. Just <laughs> hold on there. We, we got some uh, a, a good interview going on here. So uh, before we go to the call, the, the Zoomers intro, was there anything you want to talk about this Impact show? Impact, I was all pumped up because I thought the whole pay-per-view was going to be done from Daly's Place, the whole special show or whatever, but no. It was only the main event. I was like, oh. oh, so they didn't have like a crowd then either. And yeah, they only had like, I guess, people who was around uh, Daly's place. So they had for the Kenny Omega taking on a Moose match. Well, Moose taking on Kenny Omega. And uh, I was kind of let down by the show. <laughs> You I don't think there was any big title changes or anything. And like, I, I, I was so pumped up for Daly's place thinking like, Oh, they're going to have like a live show. Like this is going to be pretty cool. And, um, uh, I was, I was pretty let down. Yeah. Not so hot. I had thought about even getting it to be honest, but I ended up not. Well, this was just on impact plus. So oh, you really would thought just it had was to buy the, um, the, uh, impact plus subscription or, or they they gave it to me for a few months for free because of they had some technical difficulties, but I'm not sure if they would charge you if you tried to sign up right now. Yeah, probably. That's all right. So yeah, you were let down. That's too bad. I was kind of let down. Yeah, I thought. Um, I guess if I was expecting like if I, my expectations weren't so high, and it could have been just I just misunderstood because I know they brought Tony Khan out. I watched that episode, and they're talking about them doing the show at Daly's place but i thought they meant the whole show i could have right. just misunderstood but uh yeah it's kind of let down not so hot and i thought i thought moose did looked, moose win the title back or did he not he did not no i didn't think. uh kenny did beat him and then uh, sammy callahan came out at the end and interrupted and don callis was yelling at him like i can do anything i want because he didn't want Sammy uh, uh, Sammy Callahan attacking uh, Kenny Omega, and uh, he fired him on the spot. He said, you're fired. And Scott Demore, he looked like he was kind of like questioning Don Callis as they left, like, why did you do that? Because they're kind of at odds right now. So that's, that's the story. So a lot of people are saying Sammy Callahan may show up to AEW. We'll see. They, he did set up the Eddie Edwards spot where he he shattered his eyeball socket, and I'm thinking, okay. I'm thinking like, wouldn't Eddie be like a little mad about that? That Kenny Omega is stealing his spot, right? You know, that's uh, that's Eddie Edwards' spot. 
You talk about Sammy. I saw his former partner, Eric Cannon, is going to be on uh, Elevation, Dark Elevation. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Yeah, I always liked him, so hope he does well. It's been a while since we heard from uh, Eric Cannon. Yeah, I'm friends with him on Facebook. He's got himself in really good shape, and he runs a wrestling school. So uh, Mm. I always liked him, so I hope he does well. Yeah. doesn't have the mohawk anymore. No, he doesn't. Okay. I don't know if I'd recognize him now. Yeah. He's much thinner. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Yeah, it looks good. Well, that's great that he's on elevation. Mm-hmm. I saw the. I I didn't watch the whole thing. I started watching uh, NXT um, in your house show. I haven't seen any of it. So Todd Pettengale was on. He looks just like he used to. That was weird. Like his <laughs> name is he did from like nineteen ninety two. Uh huh. It's kind of funny. Uh, they had the whole place set up just like the old in your house. I don't really get like why they did this i don't know if there's a backstory if they just thought like i guess just because it's old people are nostalgic but in your house wasn't a success that's why they stopped doing them so they've done weird, a few but... in your houses though like oh they do yeah like, this is like probably the fifth or fourth one or something oh i didn't know that i honestly haven't watched nxt in, in a couple years i don't think so i didn't know anybody besides yeah. like the guys have just been there forever did you see the team that has the most annoying name uh, uh, of any? No, type? I didn't watch your whole show. The Grizzled Young Veterans. And they say it in a very annoying way, too. I've heard that name, but yeah, I didn't see uh, it. I did see. Uh, I hate it when they say their name. There was like a fe- an Asian female dungeon of doom, basically. Yeah, they, they, that's the one girl that's they, they, the, the, the like crazy sense on her head. Yeah, he was torturing her and stuff, like trying to make her resist pain and stuff, and just yeah, yeah. Then there not, was that's like, not the best kid bit. Yeah, and she had like a katana. And then, uh-huh. and then at the end of the match, it was like this ancient, like female wizard, like sitting up on a throne, and then she yeah, yeah, chokes, choking the other woman. I don't know where that storyline's going. I, 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 they haven't really done much other than just that, so. Yeah, it's kind of goofy. It was, it was really goofy, not kind of goofy. It was very goofy. Yeah, yeah. And so I just watched that, and then I started watching the tag match. Well, I did watch it, the uh, ladder match, and uh, I mean it was good. But so it was like this, like super hillbilly dude who's like it was for the uh, the million, million dollar championship. That's 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 a that's a, uh, that's a Cameron Grimes. Yeah, that's Cameron Grimes. He I, he he got all his money. From uh from uh Bitcoin. GameStop or uh, GameStop yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, I got people got offended that I called him a hillbilly, but he's it wasn't an insult. He's literally playing a hillbilly. That's his character on the show. Yeah, he not he like I'm really saying he's accent. And, like uh, I'm trying to be a dick. He was literally yeah. literally a hillbilly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Be like if I was like Uncle Elmer's a hillbilly, hillbilly people start getting mad at me. But he he's upset with Ted DiBiase and um. Yeah, I didn't know what was going on. Was it was it a uh, uh, L.A. Knight? Yeah, L.A. Knight. Match with which I remember, like I think you guys liked him. He used to be in, used to be something else. <laughs> Eli Drake. Now he's L.A. Knight. Right. You like him? You'll like him when he gets there. I remember. I remember him being one of the standouts on Power when I watched it. Yeah. Yeah. No, the match was very good. But what mm. what I what I noticed though, NXT has way more um 
is way more cartoony than it used to be. He used to be mm-hmm. like the more of the serious wrestling to be different than WWE, but it's very much like WWE, just you know, with a small, say, smaller scale. It's very <laughs> corny and and lots of you know silly gimmicks. That's why I like Johnny Gargano. He's doing like a lot of corny stuff on the show, and I do get a kick out of some of it. But that's one of the reasons I picked him as like the um, the most overrated. Like uh-huh. him and uh, Tommaso, because it's like they used to have this really hard feud and like they did like this really good stuff. And now it's just they're kind of just goofy. And I don't know why they're why they're doing that. Yeah, I saw, you know, I was always like Tommaso Ciampa and he's still in awesome shape. When I saw it, I was just like, man, it's kind of sad. He's just basically just here forever. And I don't even, I don't think it's even worth bringing them up to the other shows. Might as well. I mean, because we see what happens whenever they do come up. They just, yeah. I mean, look at Ricochet. Who cares yeah, about Ricochet? He's like, right as, they, I, the one time I watched a little bit of Ron, he came out like as a surprise, of, or was that in the pay per view? I don't know. He came out as a surprise opponent for somebody for the title, <laughs> Sheamus. Uh-huh. It was like, he's used as like almost a job guy why is why would anyone be excited for this and then he just beat him it's like like uh, i i think back to watching lucha underground and thinking how much i love prince puma and uh, now it's like I, I watch wwe and i was just like i could not care i remember so he was a guy and there has been lots of guys like this so many people said he's he can't miss and they're like well you know wwe they they, you know, they don't push everyone well from NXT, but this is one that you know that they can't miss on. But he's been in nothing. Yeah, they missed. Yeah, <laughs> missed big time. Uh, but it, I didn't. Uh, it didn't really keep my attention. A lot of that's just because I haven't watched the show for a long time, so I didn't know the people. But mm-hmm. it was very goofy. But that, I, I'm not against some goofiness in wrestling either. So it seemed like a good show when I watched. I might watch the rest of it. Mm-hmm. I guess like the only like kind of serious stuff that is like the main feuds on the show would be the girls stuff, the the women wrestlers, the Rodriguez, uh, what's her name, Gonzalez or I forget her name, Raquel Gonzalez. She's kind of a serious part, but like everything else is kind of goofy now that you bring it up. Cause I like, like I know they got that one thing going on with uh, uh, Dexter Loomis where he's like trying to be that one girl's boyfriend. Yeah, I saw this and, on Facebook and there was like they had like a love triangle. Yeah, I haven't seen any shows since they brought in the other girl, but like I know, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Johnny Gargano's girl. Uh, oh, I know her name shit but she's trying to sway the other girl from going out with dexter loomis and it's just i don't know it's not 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 doing much for me right. i'm sorry i just i got a message here from shutter about something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. talk about dark side of the ring dark side this of the ring excellent episode from uh vince rudo uh, excellent episode. I think it's one of the this, this whole season's been really good. I think mm-hmm. uh, primarily mm-hmm. maybe one I didn't like. I forget, but um, the Nick. Gate. Oh yeah, I wasn't big on the Nick Gate. I didn't even hate. <laughs> it. I just didn't. I just think they missed the boat on it. 
Yeah. Uh, this one was a very, it's very sad, which I started to see that there's kind of a uh, backlash against Dark Side of the Ring saying, because I even heard Disco say this and stuff, that they should talk more like, you know, about a positive things, but it's like the name of the show is Dark Side of the Ring. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's like Dark Side of the Ring and just talk about something great, but I mean, I get it. I get it. That's not what you want to watch, but that is the whole basis of the show. So you can't really like knock that part of the show. And I knew this would be depressing. Yeah, th- this one you knew it was going to be a uh, a harsh story. Yeah, not a, not a good guy. A lot of times I'll say, you know, the person will seem like a good person. That just bad things happen to them, which is sad. Mm-hmm. But honestly, you know, even before. I think the injuries made him worse, but I don't think he was. I think he always had something about him. He was not a good man. Candace LeRae is a uh, Bruce uh, Briscoe okay. fills me in on the chat room. So. Yeah, I just I think I feel that Dynamite he was not a good person, and then um, the stuff that happened to him made, made him worse. But I don't think he was a good good guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only people that really liked one guy was seemed cool, but the other guy was like the one his one buddy um dan spivey i mean he looked like a monster he's like holy shit this is this is his buddy and he looks like he's gonna kill you or something <laughs> there's like raging rain in his head yeah yeah i didn't know what the deal was with that and it's just i guess it's just that was that's the unfortunate side of having to shave your head whenever your hair falls out like i i i for one don't have any like raging veins in my head I do have a, uh depending like how pumped i am i do. yeah but like he he just has one that's just perpetually there, so yeah, you can't see it so much at the moment. But. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Better be careful. The doctors might want to pull one out. Like, more than this is my this is my Pride Month hat. Okay, cool. Yeah, if, if people don't know, I had a I had uh, fifteen veins removed out of the left leg and eleven veins removed out of the right leg. Mm-hmm. Hey, you feeling good? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's good. very bruised. Uh-huh. But uh, it feels good. Excellent. Back to Excellent. my normal walks. Glad you're uh you're recovering well. Anymore. Doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. It was weird. Uh so you went in there, is it early morning? And then um I remember being wheeled down for the surgery, but then I have no memory until I woke up. It was just a couple hours. They told me they would give me stuff that would make me drowsy, which I thought meant I would be awake during the surgery, but it totally put me out. But but then I woke up like in two hours. Usually, you know, if you're out for surgery, it's like, you know, hours and hours. But it uh, woke up not much right because they told me that surgery itself would take an hour, an hour and a half. So I must yeah. woke up about a half hour after the surgery. Interesting. But I have no memory of the surgery or, or actually even getting the uh, – the gas or whatever they gave me. Yeah. I remember getting my gallbladder taken out and I remember they put the mask on me and they're like, Yeah, you'll probably be out here in a little bit. And I was like, This ain't doing nothing. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's just like bam. I was like, whoa. <laughs> and then I was out. Yeah. And then I woke up and I was like, Oh, I'm kind of hurting. But um the di- they, they, just real quick for the, the surgery is I had surgery a couple months ago. Um where uh, from all the stuff that's gone, I had a lot of uh, internal trauma, which caused the varicose veins. And then, um, especially in the left leg, but apparently they were also on the right leg, which when I went in, I thought I was only getting the left leg done. But then when they looked at stuff, they decided to do some on the right. And um, so a few months ago, 
they uh, killed the one vein. They took a laser and they put it up the vein from like down under my knee up into my groin. And then they pulled it down with a laser. They put like this tube up there and they pulled it down with a laser, which sealed the vein up. And the idea was if you cut off this main vein, all the other veins that came off of it would be like limbs off a tree and they just fall. But that did not happen at all. Nothing happened whatsoever. So then they had to actually remove them with, uh, with little hooks. So they, I have all these cuts all over my leg where they cut them and then they pulled them out with veins, with, uh, with, with the hooks. Uh, I just took off a couple right now, but I'm not supposed to take these off. These, uh, they're like, uh, they're not band-aids, they're stitches, but you know, like butterfly band-aids, whatever you call them. Yeah. Butterfly stitches. So they're just, I'm supposed to just leave them on until they fall off on their own, but. Oh, okay. Underneath is this little nicks, but oh, my whole leg was all covered. Mm, yeah. So uh, the first day I took Tylenol because I was trying not to take any actual painkillers, and then um, after that I've been I haven't taken anything, so I'm doing pretty good. I do I uh, keep it wrapped up when I for when I go for my walk, just because where they cut a lot out on the back of my uh, left leg, it's a little sore if I walk a lot. So if I wrap it up and keep it tight, it feels good. And now I have to wear compression socks. Mm -hmm. So we're cutting in and out of YouTube. Is that just for him or is that for everybody? Because from what I see, it says excellent condition. Yeah. Maybe just his connection. I mean, sorry, Bruce. But if anybody else tells us, then it could be us. uh, There's nothing I can really do about it if there is anyway. Yeah, really. Yeah. the Dynamite Kid episode, though, I, I thought the ending to it was probably one of the better parts when Mick Foley kind of summed it up as, like, somebody who's really tortured and, like, he can be, like, or, like, to be really good at something, like, maybe they forget about other aspects of their lives, you know, and just It's really, a tragic tale. Yeah. I really gave his whole life to wrestling, and then it ended quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know the part about him becoming like a fighter, like in like, like underground yeah. fighting. That's pretty much, that's pretty sad. I think it's I read awesome. about that. I think it, I think it was in the book. I think it might've been. Well, oh, maybe it was. If I, it, it, cause it's been a while since I've read it, but. Um, the sad life for the guy. Yeah. I mean, he just leaves his family and never returns. And... Yeah. And his one daughter seemed that did go and see him in England did seem pretty happy that she did. Yeah. At least she had closure. When you watch a bombs, like he had no regard whatsoever. Like he would just like mm-hmm. hang his, his back over the rail and like, mm-hmm. I mean, it was just crazy. I remember watching him as a kid. But... Yeah. You just didn't think about like what he was really doing. I didn't. The, the, those japanese men i never i saw them but like they didn't really resonate with me but i remember you know the british bulldogs mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's an excellent book though if anybody wants to, oh yeah if it, you can even get it nowadays i don't know but uh, i agree with gogo to dynamite dad dave Meltzer was uh one of the highlights of that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's very good for the documentary yep i think alvarez gets jealous that they asked dave to do these and he shouldn't no because I, I don't think there would be Brian Alvarez if Meltzer wasn't around. I think he's he really glommed on to him and and, and uh, wrote his coattails to stuff. <laughs> but but if Dave was gone, do you think there would be like that? You think they would get Alvarez to fill that spot? 
my gut says no, but I mean, it's possible. I don't think he has yeah. a history. I don't think he knows much about history. Yeah. I well, mean, you, you even said I was like really for taken the... back by him when, when yeah. it came out, when he started watching old nitros and saying he's watching them for the first time, like, dude, you wrote the death, the WCW book. And like, then he write a history of WCW book where it was just, he just rewrote stuff out of the, the observer. It's like, you never, you never watched a show when it was on and you're writing books about how it died and stuff. Like, Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's pretty bad. I mean, I did have a huge gap in my WCW. Yeah, but you didn't write a book about it. Yeah, I didn't. I'm not writing books about it. So. But uh, I, that was just the thought that popped in my head. But yes, Dave is very interesting on these uh, documentaries. So. I don't know who you get into, who you get to fill in for Dave. Yeah, you know, if Dave, he would be on. hard to replace. Honestly, like. I don't know. Is it is someone from the torch or something? I don't know. Like Mitchell. Bruce I Mitchell. mean, I I just don't think uh, anybody has the. Uh... Whatever you say, on. whatever you think about Dave's current take on wrestling, if you agree or don't agree or, or whatever. One day for his, another. His, his, his historic uh, memory and kind of knowledge, knowledge of, of wrestling history, I think is, uh, is, I want to say unmatched because you've got like, you know, Cornette is up there and stuff, but it it's very valuable. Like Mike Johnson does have some uh, tenure with ECW, him and Buck right. Woodward, he's but probably, and, be probably about 20 years younger than Dave, I think. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think he would be valuable for like nineties and beyond. I don't know how much, I don't know. Maybe he is, but I don't know how much he would add when they talk about stuff from the seventies and eighties. Yeah. Yeah. And and before, because Dave's a historian on even stuff before his time, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of the historic relevance of wrestling. The the A and E people when they get a wrestling historian, I'm like, and I've never even heard of them. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? Like, I I, I don't I, if I don't know who you are, then I'm not I'm not believing what you're saying. Yeah, they get, they have some very questionable people on their shows. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I did watch the um, the the treasure hunting show, and I, I, I got a question because I did 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 a uh, uh, Sonny Ono bring up the the selling the uh, uh, the mask the um, Andre mask um, when we had him on. Yeah, the machine mask. Did he bring that up? I don't think so. But he he had the they were looking for the uh, the machine mask and Sonny Ono had one, so they had a uh, Paul White at the Big Show and uh, Mark Henry going around with the the main dude on the show. I forget his name. He's on NXT right now, but and Mark Henry and and uh, Big Show they just got pissed at Sonny Ono because they came all the way out there and he was like, well, you want to take a shot at the mask? Cause I got other bidders who are going to be bidding on the mask. <laughs> so he had like people on the internet, like uh, throwing in bids for the mask. And like, they were so pissed about it afterwards. They're like, cause they lost actually. Yeah. They said they'd only go to five grand. And uh, so they lost out on the mask. What do you think of this show? I've not watched a lot of it, but every time I watch it, it's very it seems very hope like it's very set up. 
not very it is very hokey and set up but i don't think it's not entertaining when i watch Uh actually i do find entertaining but it's clearly not like like this is just their filming this stuff there's there's some episodes that are better than others like i didn't expect much from the brewers beefcake and greg the hammer valentine show Uh but when i watched it i was pleasantly surprised i was like this was actually a pretty good show just watching Brutus and and uh, and Greg the Hammer kind of interact with one another, like I, I did enjoy it. Um, this this current one, I kind of like Mark Henry just kept getting upset and crying about like uh, Andre the Giant, and it's like I like besides being a fan, I don't know why he was like getting so upset about Andre the Giant. But Big Show just said like he just gets really emotional. It's his dad. Well, well, Big Show, that's supposed to be Big Show. That's supposed to be his dad. Mm. But, um, like, Mark Henry had, like, oh, his Mark passport. Yeah. yeah, Mark Henry had his passport. Oh, yeah, that's really weird. Like, I don't know what the connection would be. He was like, he's like, I'm just getting upset by looking at this. And then he starts crying, and he has to go off. So, I get he's yeah. he says he has some connection with the Big Show. Uh, no, the andre the giant but bunch of bullshit he said he picked him up at a show i say mark henry man up man up don't be a bitch yeah yeah that's all i gotta say but this is a two-hour episode i think they could have knocked it down to one hour because it's always good to keep them you know what less (laughs) they stretched it out a little long i think but um it was all right. The next episode is going to be with Ric Flair, and it's going to be a two-hour episode. Ooh, so they're going to look for some old robes. I guess they got Charlotte with him, so looking at uh, robes and trying to get them back. So that's cool. That should be an interesting episode. Yeah. But the 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 I think the the documentaries have ran out. I think that's why they got the two-hour episodes. So I see. All right. You want to bring these? Uh, people oh yeah. In? Most definitely. I wonder what they got to talk about. Right. Who could it be? Who Who's could it be caller? knocking at my door? Go away. Don't you invade my home. Can't you see that it's late at night? And I'm not feeling right. Who can it be? Toronto Stevie. Stevie. There he is, Austin 316. There, I'm like, buddy. I'm just going to have to go, whoa, because I got the Jurassic Park one tonight. It's not a Jurassic Express, but whatever. <laughs> There's a, there was a Jurassic Park game at the casino last night, but I didn't see it till we were leaving. Oh, really? It a whole that we went to a new well not a new casino but we don't normally go here. But oh my god, they had so many games. Oh man, very fun. It's fun. Uh, we I went with my mom and my brother, and then we we uh find three games together and we play together. Like we take turns. The time also doesn't go by as fast because if I go by myself, you go play. I, I I'll be honest. A lot of times I get lucky stuff, but then if you get on a bad streak and you're by yourself, the money will fly. You're losing all this money. You know what I'm saying? But if you're playing by with other people, then the time goes by slower. We believe in Lexar. Very well said. 
Lexar, 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 Lexar. All right. We're not, are we going to be seeing any uh, pictures of Steven popping up? Absolutely not. <laughs> no? Okay. All right. I'm going to go and get a refill because I'm all out of coffee in my new. This is a this is not a bit because they're not paying me, but this is one of my favorite purchases. It's a it's a it's ceramic, but it's it's steel inside mm -hmm. or ceramic inside steel on the outside. And it's basically like a thermos that keeps your coffee very hot, but it's like a coffee cup. So I can just have it on my desk instead of the big thermos. Fill it up with coffee, keeps it hot for up to 12 hours. They should pay me because I'll talk about it all the time because I love it. But it's honestly one of my favorite purchases. I love it. But I did drink all my coffee. So okay. I'm going to go get something else to drink because I'm very thirsty. All righty. I'm a thirsty man. Is so you guys talk coffee? and I'll be right back. It's not the poop coffee, is it? No. Oh, I didn't see anything. Be right back. Jeez. Uh, well, anyways. Vic, it's good to see you on the program. I'm glad you're here supporting Lexar. But uh, you enter, yeah. Stephen. Mm -hmm. Oh, there, Toronto Stevie. Yes. Did you do you watch the treasure hunting show? <laughs> I watched a lot of wrestling this weekend, but not no. the treasure hunting show. Not, okay. No, it was two hours long. A lot of Mark Henry crying. <laughs> a lot of it. Oh, big, you know. You know, that's big show spot, you know. Yeah, I get on AEW. Um a big show only got choked up once whenever uh Mark Henry was like uh he went off and started crying and like he tr he tried to explain why Mark Henry was crying and then he started crying. He was like oh, and so it's just like everybody's crying over Andre the Giant. Except me. I'm not crying over Andre the Giant. Maybe maybe I'll break down on this show and start crying about andre the giant <sighs> no i'm good but anyways so it's it's an all right show so what all wrestling did you watch steven so i watched smackdown uh, I, I did watch against all odds uh i did watch uh take over in your house I did, I did monday night that. raw I didn't watch Dark that. Side of the Ring, Dynamite Kid. Yeah. Um, a lot of wrestling theme stuff this week. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I do I do like the fact. Oh, and A and uh and AEW Dynamite. So it looks like well, I it's unlikely that Jungle Boy is gonna gonna beat Kenny Omega for the belt, but I do hope they at least um have a good match. Make him look like a million dollars in that match uh -huh. against Omega. And uh -huh. Uh -huh. Try and elevate him, you know. And he finally spoke um, briefly, one sentence. Has he not <laughs> spoke on on the show? I thought like he might have had. I a can't. I like, for the life of me, if he did, I can't remember <laughs> if he ever. Yeah, ever really, did. I can't remember either. Yeah. So I don't know if he's ever if Jungle Boy's ever spoke either. So has Jungle Boy ever spoke on AEW? Pretty sure. Like before last yeah, I'm week. Pretty sure. Okay. Huh. But I um, must have missed it then. But 
I, I'm looking forward to the match. I think it will be a good good one. I am too. I think Jungle Boy is a really good wrestler. I, I agree with Jim Ross. I would change the name. I don't think Jungle Boy is a great name. Yeah. Especially if you're going to push him as a, a, a single talent. Jungle Jack Evans works for me. Or whatever, not Jack Evans, but Jungle Jack Perry. That works. Jungle Jack Perry. Luke Perry. Jack Evans. Why not? He comes out. He's like, that'd be cool if Jungle Jack Evans just took the name and just. You remember Jungle Jim? Jungle Jim Steel back in WCW? No, I don't know that one. And then he uh, he had a short run and and ECW came in and they just like beat the shit out of him. Like they're you know making fun of like this goofy WCW gimmick and they just beat him up. Kind of like they did the public in- enemy whenever they went to WCW. Right. So vice run well, more WWE. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, was it WWE that they beat him up with? Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, they had a pretty good run in WCW. Yeah. Brain says Stephen Butler fell for the porn bot, but they thought he'd sent a photo from an elephant. Meaning he's got a big wiener intro. No, I delete all those. I'm very careful about who I accept now. Yeah, really. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant you delete all your, your pictures of your trunk. I never do any of that nonsense. Whoa, what the hell are you taking them for? All right. Mm. <laughs> so it's like it's like you just like took Lexar to a casino and you're just like, oh, this is kind of fun. You might do a little bit. You might win a little bit of money here. And he's just like, ah, and he just starts throwing all his money at the table. And he's just, he's drinking everything that they bring him and he's just, he's just losing all control. He's just, he's just gone, you know? And that's kind of like Lexar's visit to Facebook. He's like, dick pic. Yeah, I get you. I will say, Lexar love Lexar. We believe in the Lexar, but there's a little weird thing. I saw these pictures. He's he's literally he's got the CBS Sports sign behind him. It's gonna be hard for me to ever see him in front of the CBS Sports sign again and not think. You think he has to retire it? I know what's been going on. Yeah. I won't say any names, but I have had people because the the pictures were not sent to me. I guess because I was not friends with him. But right. I have had offers to see them, and I have declined. Do not need I, I much like Hulk Hogan. I do not need to see Lexar's little thermos. Lexar, yeah. Do not need to see it. Right. All right. This is not a knock on Lexar, but I do want to say this. I feel like I should say this. I do. This is um, a good lesson for people out there not to not to send things to. But I actually, if it's someone you're in a relationship with, honestly, whatever you guys are into, if it gets leaked, that's a totally different thing. Or if, or if someone puts your picture out there that you sent to that you had something going with, that's a terrible thing. But if it's between two people and they, and they know what's going on, that's, that's their own business. But, you know, be careful what you send to people out there that you don't know. Bad business to do it, period, Jack. Yeah, just don't do it. I I don't necessarily, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to actually say that. I do think if it's two adults and you guys and you're guys or girls or guy and a girl in your relationship, you do whatever you want to do with, with each other. Because then if it gets leaked out, 
I mean, that's the same thing as if someone comes in your house and steals some. So you should never have anything nice in your house in case someone steals it. If things go bad, let me let me tell you a story about my best friend in college. She and her boyfriend did that, and he jilted her at the altar like four days before their wedding. So she went and got poster-sized pictures of them made and posted them. Yeah, I mean, that shit behavior, but that's a shit person. So, I mean, the the idea that you shouldn't do anything in your life in case you run into someone who's shitty, I mean, they probably would have done something terrible to him regardless. So, not just just keep yourself, you know, under control and don't, don't, don't be, uh, you know, make nice with me, basically. Or we're going to have a billboard. There's no pictures of me out Jack. there with my face also in the picture. They could just be of anyone. That guys and fries session did go on a little bit longer than you ever like confessed to, and uh, yeah, Man. so yeah. Watch out. after that intro really started to look like Brian Nobbs, if you catch my drift. <laughs> <laughs> that even made intro laugh. No, that's not true. Let me get. Whoa! <laughs> we didn't get flagged here. <laughs> I'll prove it. Do you think that'll ever be a thing on the internet? People just sending like like guys sending butthole pictures out instead of the dick pics and be butthole pics. I don't know. Maybe it's probably already a thing. Honestly, it probably is. Everything I think. Would be really stupid or something is already. Mm. It's already been done. <laughs> Tired. Yeah, that's old hat. We, we yeah. did that back in junior high. <laughs> uh, that's right, John. JJ. People will send nudes. Get with the times. I. I mean, me and JJ were hip cats. We know the. We know the dealio. Young hip cats. All right. Wrestling, what's going on? Wrestling, wrestling. Uh, um, I watched AEW from last week, Stephen. But, but the, the the NXT show and Raw, I did not watch. I am an AEW fan, about to say, I think this week on AEW, they realized that people aren't really watching these Friday night shows, and they didn't put on a great show. No, Everyone but, worked hard on the show, but I, I kind of think they just put out matches that people weren't like really mm-hmm. that excited. The one before this, I thought, was probably the worst AEW show I think I've seen. I think. Was it that one? I, think, I thought it was last week, to be honest. I didn't think it, it was like terrible by any means, but I th- really felt like they... Okay, there's one thing I don't... I did not... All right. If you're going to... if I don't think you should do this in the first place. Unless he's going to win the title. But you can't build up Evil Uno saying that he's going after the title to win it for Brody Lee, who's really dead. This guy's actually dead, died young, while an active member of the company. And then have his, his real son, who really lost his father, at ringside, cheering on Evil Uno to win the title for his fallen father, and then he loses. Mm-hmm. You uh, look, just don't do that. I'm yeah, I, uh, maybe you call me whatever you want to call me, but that's to me that's not needed on a wrestling show. Yeah, yeah. People used to talk about when uh, the bulldog 
uh, said he was he was devoting the, this uh, title win that he's going to have I think Shawn Michaels for the European title to his uh, sister who's having cancer, and they they rightfully so attacked WWE for not having for not going through with the Bulldog winning the belt. <laughs> this is the exact same thing. You have you have this guy who's saying I'm winning this for my my friend who's dead, and then you have a son out there who's yeah. lost his father. And he still loses? Like, what the hell? Yeah, they didn't think that one through. They did it uh, the other week, too, with one of the other, with one number 10, I think. I assume they're going to eventually have someone from the uh, from the Dark Order win the Is title. that like the Adam Page? Maybe he, he joins the Dark Order and then he wins? Or to something? me, if you do it with Adam Page, it doesn't really work because it would just be like we're adding him to the to this group so he wins it. Mm-hmm. To me, if you did it, you'd have to do it with um, the short guy. He's hurt right now, but at least with him, he's been with the Dark Order and he has a history with the Dark Order, so it would make sense. And I also think you could actually do something with him because he was super over with the crowd. But yeah. if you're not, if you don't even have a, if you don't have like, a, I wouldn't do this anyway. But I don't think using the real death of a guy and like his real kid is a great thing to. I know some people are defending saying, well, it made you think that Evil Uno was good, might win the title. And it's like, yeah, but you're using a real a real guy, a guy's real death. Yeah. You don't his, need to get And there. his son for mm-hmm. false finish to get a pop for false finish in a wrestling match. Pretty messed up. Yeah. Evil Uno, he's got himself in better shape, though. That's for sure. I'm a fan of Evil Uno. I like yeah. Him. I like him too. Uh, I wish you'd have more, uh, more, more spots on the show. I do too. They used him more before, um, before he like earned it. I well, not earned it, but I think he really come into the character and, and found out what it was all about. And uh, mm. it's a great promo guy. I think he's a good wrestler. He has he grew on me. He has like certain mannerisms that really work. I think he has a an int- like a presence, like a he has a weird charisma to him in the ring. A mm. lot of the moves, his movements and stuff. Mm. I like him. I think he could do something with him. Yeah. Probably more so in the tag team, but I don't know. I definitely have him talk more for the group. Yeah. I don't think Stu Grayson's even cut a promo. I mean, maybe he doesn't want to talk at all. Yeah, I'm I don't not know. sure if he might have said something, but I not nothing. I, I don't know if I've ever heard him talk. So maybe the man had a cat and the cat got his tongue. Maybe possible negative one don't have them people can get mad at me all they want i don't want to see them on the show (laughs) yeah um i think if they uh did my idea that i came up with where he he transforms kind of like the hulk like I think uh, that would be good. People that was a hundred percent for me many times. But. That was a hundred percent my idea. Don't don't listen to anybody who tells you it wasn't my. John Brown says Stu Grayson's English is not great. I didn't even know he wasn't uh, American. Oh, that's that's news to me. I didn't I didn't know I didn't he didn't speak English. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, that makes sense. Maybe that's why we Maybe haven't heard from. Um. No, I want to say that. Oh, okay. I don't I'd know. say he's, you know, you know, you never know. I mean, anybody who, you know, 
I'm just kidding. Who uh who, who teams up with Evil Uno? He's got to be a bright man. Because Evil Uno, Stu, I gotta look this up now. Where's Stu Grayson from? I don't know. I'm curious myself. So we need to know. Gotta know, Vic. We gotta know. Canadian. He's Canadian. <laughs> well, well that, Canadian, that explains the Canadian. He speaks Can- Canadian. <laughs> Got that flip top head. Canadian professional wrestler. Well, why does he speak? Was he is he French Canadian then? Yeah, I guess it's that's not like the only other language in Canada, isn't it? Is it French and English? Like. Is there any other languages they speak in Canada? I'm sure there are, but I just don't know. Well, he's from Quebec, so he uh-huh. must be French Canadian. I thought uh, I uh, do. I don't know these things. So when in your when you're a French Canadian, do are you're not taught both English and, and French? Well, if you grow up, if you grow up entirely in Quebec, you probably speak French as your first language, and then you got to learn English. Yeah. And he said, fuck that. <laughs> I'm not learning English. I'm sticking with French. Yeah, all the I'm working in an American company. Yeah. Speaking your language. I guess oh. Pat Patterson had the broke. He didn't speak English when he came to the States either, though, did he? Pat Patterson. No, not really. I mean. Huh. I like old- back in those days, how did you survive though? Like nowadays you got like Google Translate and everything else, but like back then like you couldn't like tell anybody what you wanted to eat or anything. You, know, you just uh throw you some stuff and you eat it. I mean, like here's an old picture of Stu Grayson. Huh. He looks very uh T F O A W there. Total friend of the week. He's a big friend to Evil Uno. He was tagging mm-hmm. with them mm-hmm. um, on the Indies, and then they went up to AW and formed the the Dark Order. So Total do you friend think, of the week. So is Evil Uno? Is he? Is does he speak French? Like, can he? Can he talk to? Stu I Grayson? think he just speaks whatever he wants because he's evil. Does he just speak evil to him? <laughs> he does. They they speak <laughs> the the international language of evil. It's like they, they just look at each other or they're just, just the evil minds are melding together and they're like, yes, evil. And they do evil. Man. Hmm. Yeah, I had a full head of hair. How old was he in that? Looked like he, he was rocking some hair like Vic over there. Yeah. Like, true. He's shaving his head and he has a full head of hair because might have started losing when he if started- he's doing that. By God, he's on my shit list. Maybe when he started juicing up. Oh, well, I heard that kind of. Oh, no, I see a a picture here. He does. I could see it starting to lose a little bit. Okay. 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 He's off my list then. But by God, if you got a full head of hair, don't shave your head. You can see it starting to get a little thin there. Yeah. Okay. Not bad, but you're starting to be. Okay. I see. I can see a little thinness going on. Yeah. All right. So what's going? What else? What did I interrupt? John Brown wants to know in the chat room. What do you guys think they're gonna do with Samoa Joe and NXT? He's going to interview some people. He's gonna be the mean gene of NXT. And when I I think Samoa Joe, I'm thinking 
By God, I want to see this man interview some people. Thank you. Does he does he ever brought back the the face paint where he painted the dick on his face, the tribal dick? (laughs) (laughs) He painted the the leg. Sorry, many dumb ideas. (laughs) I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it, but that's what I was thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, freaking Savojo and that stupid face paint. That was your boy Russo's idea, I think. Yeah, that's a bad idea. He had some winning ideas. It's like, I know what to make this guy better. You start painting a tribal dick on your face. And then this this other guy gives this great finisher. What he really needs is he needs to shit himself. <laughs> he, he really needs to shit himself. himself. Yeah. It's like, oh, that, that done wonders for his career. Uh, Why'd right. you do that, Petey? Why don't you just fucking walk? See if no. he had the red. See that's what I'm saying. People bash bashing Bret Hart. Think about this. If more people are like that, we wouldn't have to see nonsense like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If people just say, well, "I'm not doing this shit," I'm like, okay, we'll do something else. <sighs> Anyways. Jonathan Jackson says they're getting paid to do nothing. I don't see why people complain about not wrestling while under contract. Well, um, the thing is, well, there's probably a couple things here. You might get paid, but you, um, a lot of their, their payments in WWE are built around incentives where, um, you know, you get, you get your, you know, your base salary, but a lot of times that's pretty low, but you actually get paid, you know, do the house. They don't have house shows anymore, but a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that, that you get paid for, they don't do anymore. Beyond that, though, I think um, you have a you have a certain um, time that you can wrestle before you you know before your body breaks down before you get too old, and um, if you're an athlete, or even as an athlete, um, if you're an entertainer, I think you have something in you that you want to uh, you want to do what what you love doing while you can. So you even though you might be getting paid the idea is like i'm not actually out there doing what i want to do while i still can before i can't do it anymore uh is very hurtful i mean that's why people keep wrestling a lot of times until they're old it's not always for the money it's because the the love they have and also you know kind of the addiction they have to be in front of the crowd or whatever that is but i, th- I think all athletes and, and performers have that mm-hmm. the idea uh, i don't think many people I know some people do, but I don't think many performers and wrestlers, especially wrestlers that in the current day ha- are just motivated by money. Like that's all yeah. the bottom line. I think they want to perform. That's why a lot of guys want to leave WWE and, and people, there's been people who leave WWE so they could go or people who asked to go to NXT because they had the, the the freedom to wrestle a certain style there or want to leave WWE and go to AW or go to New Japan because they can wrestle the style they want to. Even as someone, um, Daniel Bryan, once has things he wants to do, not uh, not motivated by the money to go wrestle in Mexico or Japan, but something he wanted to do uh, why he can still do it. I understand that. Galgo13 in the chat room says, I almost did not watch the Bret Hart documentary on A&E, but I thought it was pretty good. I had no idea Bret liked to draw cartoons. Really? I thought that was pretty well known. 
They've, yeah. they've shown his cartoons for years on TV. I didn't know until Troy had his uh, book and like Brett was really looking it over and yeah. But I thought it was pretty well known. Whenever we were getting the autographs and all that and Brett really seemed uh, interested in some of Troy's drawings there. The flea, as he's known on this show. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Steven, did you see that uh, uh, Moose, the crazy dive that he did into like the crowd and he just like landed on the floor during the uh, uh, Against All Odds, the match with Kenny Omega? Oh, I, I mean, yeah, I, I'll, I'll say this about that whole show, really. Yeah, the fact that it, I, I mean, I, I was kind of expecting there to be some audience. Uh-huh. Therefore, and the fact that they were performing in a very dark and empty, it seemed like an empty Daly's place. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're going all out. I mean, hey, they made an effort. I mean, it was a good mm. match, but the fact that yeah. it, it was, you, you could hear people talking. And when you can hear everybody talking, it's kind of like disappointing, yeah. I guess. Yeah. It was disappointing for me too because I thought they were going to have like actual fans in the crowd, but yeah, this just looked like the the crew members was out there watching it or something. But uh, it was a it was a pretty big letdown for me. But mm-hmm. now the show at the other location, the rest of the show, and I can't even remember the name of it. Um, oh, just like the impact, the impact zone. That what it's. It might be the impact zone. Yeah, but. I probably would have preferred they just did the the match in that and there, yeah, because it just it just broke it up and it didn't seem right. But mm-hmm. um, I guess Omega was working and they couldn't like film it or he couldn't get back to filming or something. I don't know. That's just my prediction of what happened there. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. but I know Jack, you said something about um, impact. Thing. you don't know anybody on impact <laughs> a lot I-, I felt that way watching the show too i mean i recognize like big Cass and eric young and mm-hmm. gallows mm-hmm. and anderson um pardon me hates yeah. to say that because you know, obviously if i don't watch something i probably not gonna know the people and it's it shouldn't be a, a negative on them but so when you do watch the show for the first time like when i watch it when kenny omega was on that's their chance to interest me and they didn't do that yeah yeah so was there anybody that you hadn't you didn't know and you watch and like wow i'd actually like to see more of them i mean i did when the first time i watched ecw um trying to think the very first match i saw was raven versus tommy dreamer i knew tommy dreamer from iwccw but i had like no connection to him and I don't know if, if I knew Raven was, you know, Scotty Flamingo at the time, but he's totally different from what I remember him. But they, they totally captured me. And there's lots of, uh, the majority of there's people on that show I had no, you know, I knew like Terry Funk, obviously, but and Shane Douglas. But again, he was totally different from any Shane Douglas I ever saw. But majority of the people on there I'd never seen before, but they all captured my attention. So, your idea, you know, you that's fine if you have a bunch of people I don't know, but they have to, the first time I see them, they have to do something to, to interest me. 
And there, yeah. I can't really think of anybody that really interested me when I, the whole, I will say the problem, the biggest problem was that whole show with no crowd. This was, you know, months ago with no crowd and very terrible uh, commentary, very lifeless commentary really killed any interest yeah. that I might've had in anything. And uh, Matt Stryker was doing the commentary, but now it's back to Josh Matthews. So I don't know what happened to Matt Stryker. Like maybe he's working for somebody else now or something. I don't know, but yeah, yeah, all all the all the the impact guys and girls. I saw a lot of women's matches on that show. I see there's a big difference between a impact and other shows. Is a lot of women, a lot more women's Isn't matches. That much different. Seems like there's a lot of women on all the shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they all seemed like it, yeah, they didn't stand out. They were. It is all very generic. Like all, all the matches, like you talk about re- uh, Monday Night Raw wrestling matches being forgettable. Unfortunately, that's what I'd have to say about this show. Well, yeah, this show wasn't a very good showcase, but man, uh, I can't believe Ventures Impact let him down. He's usually this huge impact mark. It did let me down. And there was no title changes or anything. It was just kind of like, eh. I, like, I yeah. guess I was expecting more, and that's not what I, I didn't. I didn't get anything. And also a very badly booked um, number one contenders match that ended in an old contest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, uh, that's, that sounds like WWE booking to me, but mm-hmm. um, I mean, if you're going to have a number one contenders match, have a decisive winner. I mean, it's kind of basic, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but Friday night, did you guys watch? Did you guys watch SmackDown? I've I've seen SmackDown. Yeah. So did you notice when Bailey did her "Ding Dong Hello" show uh-huh. that when she came through that door, the on-screen graphic said WWE Champion Brock Lesnar? <laughs> really? Did oh, I that? didn't catch that. No. <laughs> I just I just saw that and I, and I just kind of did a double take. Yeah, I wonder how they goofed on that one, like. See, I have, I have on here in Canada, we have Sportsnet where you can watch it on demand and you can go back and rewatch it over and over again. Mm-hmm. So I, I went back a couple of times and I thought, well, did I see that? And sure enough, it came on the graphic came, and they took it off right away. But I saw well, that. He, what's it even still doing there? He's how long has Brock been gone? They just keep it there. <laughs> But well, didn't they? Aren't they rumoring that they're bringing him back now? Or yeah, but they supposedly, just it's an like, unconfirmed rumor. Room there? Yeah, you think they keep it there, and Vince goes and just looks at it and sobs. <laughs> hmm. So it looks like Rey Mysterio is the next challenger for Roman Reigns, and I Good think he's going to get destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I care nothing about that match. <laughs> I like Roman Reigns. It's one of the few things I like in WWE. It's, I could not well, care about, about Rey Mysterio going for the title again. And, and I want I want to point something out on SmackDown that they did right is that there was a spot where he picked up Dominic and threw him over the top rope. Good. Yep. And they didn't show him hit. Mm-hmm. And they showed like the app, you know, there was a lot of yeah. 
Black on AEW, the thing with Jericho, because they showed him hit and it looked so fake. Right. They did it right on SmackDown. You saw him throw him over, and the next thing he's laying out there, and they say, oh, his back could be broken, mm. and his dad's down there. And they did that very well. Well, I hope he's okay, but I also I I, I tell WWE really sell that. Never have him on the show again. Well, don't have him out there for a few weeks at least. I mean, don't have him come walking out there this week. And mm. Oh yeah, that'd be yeah. Why Ray days? come out and cut a promo, an emotional yeah. promo about about his son? Yeah, yeah. Dominic's like, really going to change Jack one of these days. He's going to be all about the Dominic. He's well, I hope so. I mean, Dominic I hope he does. I hope you know he becomes something. That'd be cool. I'm not against changing my mind and admitting it. Hmm. I don't know when that became that became a negative thing. I'm not saying you're saying it is, but I'm yeah. saying there are people I see like if you change your mind at some point, like it's some kind of negative thing. It does seem like it's kind of ingrained into people that you're not allowed to change your mind now. Right, you know? right. Yeah. Or yeah. Or I'll, I'll have him change my mind, is what I'm saying. You know, if he there's been people I've watched I didn't like and they improve or do something and then I like them. Mm-hmm. Braun Strowman was a big example of that. Yeah. And then he kind of regressed a little bit, but yeah, it's really weird. That's one guy, you know, there's this whole thing. For one thing, I, you know, people, they post, they post like a picture making fun of AEW fans, but I'll be totally honest. In my opinion, the people who ate AEW are way more triggered by someone who enjoys AEW than, than an AEW fan is by someone who knocks the program. Mm-hmm. It seems mm-hmm. to me like anytime AEW is brought up, like someone likes it or whatever, there's like a flock of people. They're like, it's a shit. You're a fucking loser. All this stuff. Like they just, they hate to see anyone enjoy the show. And in my experience, there's way more of that than, than reverse. I'm not saying there's none of that in reverse, but for, for me, it's way the other way. But so I, when AEW started, people were like, Ah, oh, it's, it's all these guys I don't know. It's you know these indie darl. It's the indie darlings, you know, like like the young bucks and Kenny Omega, and then these other guys that shouldn't be on TV. So they start bringing in some other some people from WWE, and it's like ah, oh, it's all old WWE guys. It's like you have to, they have to get town somewhere. They either, it's either going to be guys that you probably haven't seen before, mm-hmm. or it's going to be guys that you have seen before. There's really no, there's no in between. Either guys you've seen before, or guys you've not seen before. So it's going to be a mix of some guys that you're not familiar with. They might you if you watch Indies or New Japan, maybe you've seen them. And then there's also be some guys that are probably new to everybody. And then there's going to be some guys that you know from other things. Yeah, that's just the way it's going to be. I take it on a person by person thing. I see nothing wrong with bringing in people that's been on TV. If you could do something with them, you think they've been misused or whatever. I'll be honest, the Mark Henry thing, I've never been a Mark Henry fan. I'm probably more curious what happens with him than with Christian or Big Show. And I used to like Christian, but I he is nothing to me on AEW. He's not interesting in the least. Uh, Mark Henry, I'm kind of interested in what, what happens. I don't know if he had a match. I don't even know like how he'd work in AEW because he's – really mm-hmm. different style than anybody there it i'm kind of curious yeah. but but the point was braun Strowman. that one's a weird one to me because he's very 
he seems like a, a guy that that people who don't like WWE, they think this is why I don't like WWE because they push a big guy like this who's not necessarily that mobile, even though I honestly think he is pretty athletic for that big of a guy. But I yeah. think he, he kind of represents what people who don't like WWE, what they think of WWE. So do you mm-hmm. bring him in? Because he on the flip side of that, he is a, a star. He was really over. He used to sell a lot of merchandise. Uh, one thing I'd really disagree with um, Cornette, he always says like someone like that, you don't want to bring in because he can't work with anybody on the card. I completely disagree with that because I think he stands out more in AW because they have a smaller uh, roster. So he would even come off as a big, as a giant because he's such a big guy. Whereas in WWE, they would match him up with other big guys. So actually takes away from him being such a big guy because you match up with other big guys. It's not, there's not the contrast there, but if he's working with guys that are a lot smaller, he comes off as a giant. So yeah. I see pluses, but I also think there's big minuses there. So I don't know if you bring in a Braun Strowman or not. I think you got to bring him in because it's like he was used in WWE and he had, it's kind of like the uh, Rusev. Like I he was getting really him. over at times and then they always pull him back. So I think it'd be a good pickup for uh, I AEW. think the difference is the people that were behind Rusev are, are tend to be guys that would be AEW fans like that audience mm-hmm. where the people that were behind Braun probably weren't but at the same time if you think about it that way you might get some of that audience to watch your show yeah I don't know I, I think it's you know it's worth a shot I'm not against the idea Jonathan Jackson says he should debut as Kip Sabian's best friend. Man, he's really fallen out of favor. I never, I've never got why they put, I don't really see a lot in Kip Sabian. And I thought his girlfriend had more charisma. And then I didn't get the Rusev's just has been in fire since they split him up. But, Mm -hmm. but it seems like uh, he was a guy they were really high on. And then did he do something? I wonder what happened where he's just like gone. He's not, maybe he really did get married. Yeah, but you so you can't ever wrestle again if you get married. Well, I mean, it's only been two or three weeks, hasn't it? It's been like months, hasn't it? I don't think it's been months, has it? It's been a while. It might have been. I don't know. So, so he gets married. He's just he, he's just. I don't know if he got married or not. I I, I, it's just, I was just guessing. I mean, because Rusev beat him up pretty bad for some, you know. Yeah, that's been quite a while ago. Or Miro. We should call him Miro now, I guess. Yeah. But uh, uh, he beat him up, and I don't know. He got hurt, Jonathan Jackson says. Oh, he did. Okay. He hurt his wiener having all that uh, sex intro on his uh, wedding night. Oh, my goodness. Because they waited till, uh, till marriage. Okay. Uh, well, I'm trying to find out when he's married. Anybody know? I don't know. I, I on the show he was married a couple couple months ago, but I don't know. Did they actually get married? I think so. Beats me. Uh. Let's see. In April 2020, they were engaged. 
on the February third episode, they married. So yeah, so yeah. that's been that's been four months, Incher. Yeah, okay. I'll accept that as the answer. Yeah, that's a that's a little more than a couple weeks. Okay. I understand time flies, especially during this period, but mm-hmm. so I, I won't uh, I won't berate you. Well, I was just enjoying the love that they were sharing and uh, just thinking, oh, my goodness, my heart's just filled up with so much joy that time just flew by. I didn't even realize. What's your favorite uh, couple in wrestling, married couple? My favorite married couple in wrestling? Hmm. Probably. 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 Uh, uh, what, what, what's, uh, <clears throat> Uncle Elmer back in the day? Was he married to a pig? No, jeez, man, it's very offensive. He's not married to uh, to, uh I thought that was the angle. Man. Like he had like he had like a a pig. No, he married well. a woman on the show. They didn't. They didn't he married a woman a on the show. He sure wasn't a pig. No, it was a it was a fine young lady. What was her name? It, was, it got huge ratings too. It would have been better if it was a pig. Man, this is what you think of hillbillies. <laughs> you call you guys think I'm anti hillbilly. Interest like all oh, them hillbillies are married to pigs. <laughs> <laughs> Literal pigs. I don't mean just. Like I think that. more people would know it today if he was out there with a pig and he was trying to get married. So. <laughs> Uh-huh. They made a documentary about that, didn't they? I mean, it is wrestling. We've done like some pretty controversial things. I mean, yeah, why not a guy that's married to a pig? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I always thought they should do an updated because uh, I was gonna say Vic, not Vic, but Vince McMahon always like had this obsession. It seemed with hillbillies. He was love the hillbillies, but they should have had like some evil like hillbillies. Yeah, yeah, not just fun loving goofballs, but like Deliverance style hillbillies. Wasn't the Wyatt family supposed to do that? I guess, I guess so. Anyway. Were, kinda, yeah. Good point. Good but point. in answer to your question, I didn't want to say just a Macho Man and Elizabeth because I figured that was pretty atypical. But and then I thought of something else, and I said I probably shouldn't say that. So now I'm just I, I was kind of just stumped. So I had it nothing. Linda, Stephanie, and, and Triple H. There oh. you go. They're lovely together. They are? Okay. They seem like they share a huge amount of love for one another. They hunt They hunt wrestling trophies together? Yeah. Yeah. Looking for Iron Sheik's dumbbells and stuff. <laughs> Jonathan Jackson is not the Godwins were evil. I guess they were, but I, they weren't like dastardly they were like more they were still kind of fun loving they just threw slop on people i mean like i mean like dark stuff they threw slop on people yeah they had a bucket of slop and they threw it at people yeah you don't remember this how did i not know about this are you serious i've never watched i think that was during the time i wasn't really paying any attention are you gonna go back and watch us now or are you gonna be like the huge i'm gonna write a book on it first and then i'm gonna go (laughs) 
Do you think, no, seriously, do you think that's a good gimmick? Throwing buckets of slop on people? <laughs> it seems pretty awesome, I think. <laughs> <laughs> How would you feel, though, if somebody, some hillbilly just came along and like, hey, boy, look at here, and just threw a big slop bucket in your face? It happened to me at the airport in West Virginia, not to It did? Yeah. Oh, that I was a security guard. <laughs> hey, look here, boy. <laughs> I know you just got off the plane and all, but welcome to West Virginia. <laughs> Do you ever see anyone carrying slop, like a slop bucket? <laughs> all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I just think, oh, I hope they don't hit me with that. Slop Jason bucket. carried one around with them in Kentucky. Did he? Did yeah, he? he used it both as slop and he'd also be as a spittoon when he's chewing his tobacco. <laughs> this does just sound like the best thing ever is that, that they're throwing slop buckets on people. I, maybe it's the hillbilly part of me. This has really just, made your day that you discovered the and I And I need to see it now. I need to go on the network and see. Slop yeah, they, they, they slop sunny. They slop sunny. Yeah, they that was my favorite sunny. sunny. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Man. all right slop buckets could you i'm just throwing this out there. could you hire legit mutants or deformed wrestlers and then bring them in as these backwoods inbred hillbillies as like a kid so they're like uh, you real you're not, life no, you're not getting away with that today just just stop no that'd be sweet not happening no so like you find a guy that like you know he's got a stub arm or one leg i don't know something's we get some he's got elephant man disease i don't know something elephant like, man disease yeah elephantitis and you're just like you know it's unfortunate but let's make your your unfortunate situation into a positive we're gonna bring you in you know as these inbred mutant hillbillies that terrorize the wwe yeah when Logo we, 13, he says, speaking of deliverance, R.I.P. Ned Beatty. Yeah, I know, Ned Beatty. Ned Beatty, 83 big years fan. old. Yeah, yeah I was a big fan. Still a big fan. Rest in peace. I looked up my cat's age, like the, the human to cat years, and she's 76 years old. In cat Living years. large. Yeah. What's the ratio of human to seven cat? years or six years? Uh, 15, I think, was as long as she's been here. And then she was, so I looked it up and it was like 76 or something like that. So let's see. I looked it up earlier. My cat, when I had Faye, uh, she was over 20. Oh, really? That's a... There's a little chart that it brought up here. Let's see. Yeah. 13 is 68, 14 is 72, 15 is 76, and 16 is 80. So, if it will focus. Okay. Yeah, I see it now. Yeah. We, we, we've got one. If he makes it to September, we'll be 18. So. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, because when I had Faye and Aldo, I had them into the show, and both of them I had – I found Faye when I was in the seventh grade, and I got Aldo when I was in the eighth grade, and he was actually pre-owned, so he was a, I don't know how old he was. And then I had him up until uh, a few years into the show. I don't know if it was 2008 or something. Uh, dog, I yeah, I remember Aldo. And the cat passed away the year before Aldo. But So I found him. I got them both in 
When would that have been? So 18 would be 88. 89 or something? Jeez. 88. Huh. 88 years old. That's why, that's why he sleeps all the time. Yeah. All right. We got the questions here. If anyone wants to chime in with any other wrestling-related topics or whatever, just uh, feel free. Dobbs wants to know how big his cock. Big. Whoa. Oh, actually, yeah, we probably, I don't know. So it could just be cock in general. I mean, cock's just a four-letter word, so it's not too big. Yeah. Depends how big you write it, I guess. But as I say, or it's been said, it's not the size. It's how you use it. Robert Budzinski. Ever poop in the woods? I'm not, actually. I've peed many times. I'm a a big mark for, for public urination. Well, not public, but Outside urination, not public urination, I guess. That's a weird I did go camping and I think they had places where you could go and poop. Was it just like behind the bush there, boy? No, I I don't think I ever pooped in the woods. You say like bathroom. I think they had a bathroom. Yeah, I never had to camp. I don't think that would be a good time. What do you wipe with leaves or you bring yeah. toilet paper. Unless you brought your own toilet paper. Yeah. Sound like a good time. Dorian Doc Batal. <clears throat> you guys have kinkadas. Kinkadas. Sincadas. Sincadas. Sincaras. Um, I think I'd seen one flying earlier, but I don't think they're in full bloom yet, are they? I I've seen them. I don't before. have any here. Um I haven't seen any yet, but I know I know that they're about to come back. So, hello, it's a little creepy. Like they can, like they'll be like gone for like fifteen years and seventeen, I believe. Is it seventeen? Like the, yeah, it's like the creeper in um, mm-hmm. the movie mm-hmm. made by the pedophile. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Jeepers creep. Jeepers creepers. Clint Williams, what's the deal with Lexar? He doesn't know. We went over it early, just rewind the show. Mm-hmm. But we uh we stand by the Lexar. Hope everything uh, turns out well for him. Mm-hmm. Dawes also did Incher see it. Uh no. Did not. Lived it. What'd you say? I <laughs> said you lived it. I'm gonna throw a bucket of slop on you. What if what if we stand up in unison with Lexar and we all just whip it out? But like, see, it's not a big deal. What if we don't? <laughs> I, guess, I guess Vic won. <laughs> yeah, let's 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 not. I was I was gonna do it, Lexar, but voted down. Jason Mitten, does Jack have any guilt for... This has come up with messages to me. Does Jack have any guilt for convincing Lexar over the course of months to join Facebook? Absolutely no. Uh, I love Lexar, but his decisions were his own. It's not like I said, join Facebook and send out pics. 
that that whatever he did there, that's definitely on zone. So no. And I thought that's I love Lexar, but you know, that's the lesson I hope he has learned. And I, I'd hope nothing, you know, comes of it. Are are you surprised it went so far though? Like, oh yeah, yeah. Like I'm surprised like, he did it. But. <laughs> he thought it would just be like a normal like inviting somebody. I thought to he would Facebook. join. I mean, I thought maybe you get kicked off just because you get there's like people go to Facebook jail, as they say a lot and stuff like that. But I didn't uh, expect like something like this to happen. Yeah. Did the person Jack flatbed scan his junk to ever blackmail him for it? No. And another thing was, so back in the day before I had a digital camera, I, I used the flatbed scanner. The face, face wasn't in that picture. I'm exactly, Vic. So if they said, "Hey, I'm gonna send this out to everybody," unless you do this for me, like whatever. Just uh, it's just the penis. Nobody knows who. Jason Mitten, do you think you'll get more wrestling questions or Lexar Facebook scandal questions tonight? The latter. The latter. What are you doing? What are you getting? The, are you getting the? That's exactly what it looked like. Are you getting it ready? <laughs> the flatbed scanner. <laughs> and it's cold. Uh huh. And she like wanted, last- you know, and not necessarily an action, but in ready to be an action. And it's hard to uh, to stay ready on a cold flatbed scanner. Catch my drift. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jonathan Jackson wants to know, why does it in your head have any new content? I think this is new right here. Yeah, yeah we got some new stuff. He's just messing. JJ wants to know, who are your top two wrestlers of all time and why is it Nick Cage and Effie? You know, it's just, I just learned of Effie's existence tonight, but I think I love him. We're all, well, Effie goes without question. Mm -hmm. So go, we got Stone Cold here. So it might be Effie, Stone Cold, Nick Gage, but you know. Is that their God-given name, Effie? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. By the the E. The parents are E. Uh-huh. Mm, and, and they had if like what do we name what do we name the baby mm, like this name it okay. uh legit favorite wrestlers of all time stone cold and ricky steamboat uh mine would be uh rowdy roddy piper and mick foley mm-hmm. bunks up there I like Mr. Perfect. And uh, I was like Bret Hart, too. People shitting on him lately, but I like Bret Hart. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Mr. Perfect and Hulk Hogan. What the I hell? I was not a Hogan fan as a child. I did like the, the, the uh, Hollywood Hogan. That's fine. Oh, I know it was in the minority at the time. Mm-hmm. That's why I like Piper. I always wanted Piper to be him. Uh, anyone else, Vic? Do you have your top favorite wrestlers of all time? Well, 
grew up in Memphis, so the King would have to be one of them, and I'd say Ric Flair. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Oh, Ric Flair is up there. Four, four answers and eight different people. Wow. Pretty cool. Jonathan Jackson, any advice for those new to social media? I say uh, get over to Facebook, join facebook.com slash group slash IYH wrestling and just let it all hang out. No. Figuratively. Oh. Jason Mitten, if someone had nude pics of you and was threatening to send them to your entire family and friends, what would you do? Hmm. I don't know. I think people who know me really wouldn't give that, wouldn't really care that much. Yeah, it's like I personally wouldn't care that much. It's like it's like I wouldn't want like to pay the person, you know, because it's like you don't feel like they deserve it, you know. But you don't necessarily want that photo to be sent to them. But and if they have it, um, the payment will never stop. Yeah, so I probably wouldn't pay them. Do you but, have anyone on your Facebook? Like, yeah, I don't think your mom or anything's on your Facebook, so they're probably not. No. Yeah, there are people on my Facebook I wouldn't necessarily want seeing my, uh, you know. <laughs> I mean, I'm not dying for everyone to see it, but it wouldn't matter that much to me either. I understand I'm I'm a weird dude. So. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Now we got to change the topic. (laughs) 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 Happy graduation. I think you graduated. Yeah. Talking about Lexar. Yeah, I heard about that. (laughs) Right. Oh, it's very unfortunate, but. (laughs) I think it's a good memory. (laughs) (laughs) Not for him. (laughs) I don't think he's looked fondly on this. It's a cautionary tale. Yeah, it is a cautionary tale. I mean, I'll be honest, I got a kick out of it, but I want, you know, I don't want Lexar to feel too bad. I I, I say Lexar, just embrace it and have fun with it. When you can't change it, you can't take it back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's all going to blow over. That's you what I, I agree. Laugh in a couple of years. Right. Yeah. Jay Beefington, how much to book Lexar on Cameo? <laughs> He could become like the the, the biggest star from yeah. the show, just like he is. He is the Lexar. Yeah, he should. He should look into that. Start up a cameo. Maybe he'll be like a male dancer. You never know. Like maybe he like come and see the Lexar. <laughs> I mean, he already has like his dance moves in place and everything. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, Brian Matthew Clutter. Have there been any reports of a Facebook blackmail scam artist getting their house burned down? <laughs> that is true. I don't know if they That's realize. You picked a bad person, do <laughs> he, he is a vengeful person. So, I mean, if he knew who this person was, I mean, that would be some serious stuff. Yeah. I mean, he burned someone's house down, and what what did they do? Nothing. Or- <laughs> Nothing this bad. <laughs> Uh, Anastasio Theodosiadis will you finally admit I'm 79% correct on my wrestling predictions nope 
No. Will you admit that I have great taste in everything? Well, he did tell me that the um, Star Trek The Next Generation, which is a pinball machine that I own, is one of his favorites. So he does have good taste there. Most definitely. You'd never heard of the show before? You know, I actually got the pin before I actually started watching the show. And I said, I might as well start watching the show because I got the pinball machine. And I'm glad I did because I did. Oh, yeah, it's great. It's one of the first things, uh, might be the first thing I binge watched years yeah. ago because i'd never watch it so watch it um will you admit i am is was not a crackhead no. i don't think he is no i just think maybe he's not now but he definitely was but i'm glad i hope hopefully he's gotten over the, the crack. <laughs> i don't think he was but i mean i think he's just crazy well, that's even worse if it wasn't like if his behavior isn't isn't brought on by the crack. I, I, no, I don't think being like legitimately crazy is worse than being a crackhead. I, mean, I think it is because you can just you can potentially stop doing crack. Yeah, just, but like, still, like, uh, man, I'm gonna stop being crazy. I don't know, but crack kind of makes you crazy. So yeah, but but then you're like, oh, I know, I know why I'm crazy. It's it's this crack pipe. Uh huh. But. This isn't a crack pipe. I'm just... It's not self-inflicted, though. If you're just crazy, you were just born that way. Maybe he might have been born with an addictive personality that brought him to the crack. And then he could seek help to get off the crack and then not be crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, you also admit that I'm near the crest of the wave that is the Illuminati. I don't even know what that is. The chill Illuminati. I don't know if it gets if it gets in the shut up. Well, I'll admit it. Sure, sounds kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, he's doing the cracking. He also wants to know what wrestling stars under thirty five have the big have the best big dick energy. I'm not sure what that what? means. I, I don't know. Yeah, he makes no sense to me. <laughs> if Lexar is the star of the In Your Head podcast, what does that say about Jack and Incher? We're just we're just old news, I guess. I mean, uh, I mean, you say? You know, sometimes you just can't mm. compete. Don't don't try to stifle but, his his uh his uh shooting star. You know, just because yeah. a movie isn't as good as The Godfather doesn't mean it's not a good movie. Just because we're not Lexar doesn't mean we're nobodies. Jason Mitten, what's your favorite Ryan Ryan Reynolds movie? My favorite Ryan Reynolds movie would be Detective Pikachu. Who is that a real movie? Pikachu. Is that real? Yeah, well, I'm Googling him because I very vaguely know who he is, but Canadian. That that is Ryan Reynolds, right? Ryan Reynolds, yeah. The Deadpool guy, right? Yeah, I don't like those movies. Um, you don't like Deadpool? He's in like Blade him. Trinity, isn't he? Yeah, he's also, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if I like any of this guy's movies. I like Green Lantern until the ending. I thought it was a decent movie. Okay, I haven't seen that one. Uh, yeah, he's from British Columbia. He's Canadian. I'm looking out. I haven't seen anything I like yet. And he was married to Scarlett Johansson. 
It was. Was. Past yeah. tense. Mm-hmm. What the hell? I say nothing. You can't even think of it like one movie you can say. He's in the remake of Amiable Hiller. I didn't like that either. Um, oh, he's got a smoking hot wife. Damn this. Wilder. I don't care this, if he has this, a hot wife. What the fuck's that got to do with me? This damn Jonathan Jackson in the chat room. He says Incher enjoys Detective Pikachu while eating chicken nuggets like a child. Well, he's got do a I eat like a child? <laughs> oh, bring him back bad memory. Oh, and Lexar thought he was shamed. Oh. <laughs> what if I started sending out pictures of you with a mouth full of chicken nuggets? <laughs> That's just a normal visit to McDonald's. Oh. I guess uh, that buried movie. It wasn't great, but I'll say buried. Buried? What? What's that one about? It's like buried alive. That's no Detective Pikachu. <laughs> Jason Mitten wants an Effie. I, I saw a video of him wrestling like a little girl, like a ten-year-old girl. It did not That's look too good. No, really. Huh. Dobbs Dean Maya. How would Incher react if people outside his house started screaming, "The British are coming! The British are coming!" Would you grab? Would he grab his gat and wet up some Bur- Brits? <laughs> that's probably more likely to happen where i am though that's where it happened originally yeah like why is this being thrown at me i, I don't i don't get this no i yeah. nothing i guess i don't know we'd say what's my you boy <laughs> what are you screaming <laughs> about brits go get the bucket of slop <laughs> We're going to have to slop some people here. Dobbs wants to know who in the Hediverse has small dick energy? What's small dick energy? What does that mean? I've got to look these things up. I don't know. I wish the Hediverse could come up with some more appropriate questions for this moment. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what this stuff means. I'm like 45. I don't know what this stuff means. Okay. here. Basically, small dick energy is like, okay, well, okay, in Alabama, where it, like, from where we're from, small mm-hmm. dick energy is a boy that drives a lifted truck that is like. I get, I, I see what the, where you're going here. So it's like you're trying to compensate. You're trying to compensate for your small penis. I see. Oh, it's interesting. Hmm. No, no, well, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'll slop you. Yeah, that's not slop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Hmm. I don't know. I don't want to answer this question. I have ideas, but. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anastasio Theodosius. Why do I have to? Ask? I probably should just skip his. <laughs> How much for a night with Lexar? He's priceless. Jason Mitten, who from the Hediverse would you have predicted would get blackmailed over nudes before Lexar took the title? Swax. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Swax. Hmm. Yep. I'll say Swax, yeah. Maybe Juju B. Not that I, I think you'd send him out, but 
Yeah, I don't know. I can't really. Nobody's really coming to my mind. I thought William Morey, but I, I don't think he'd he probably would be just be like roll. He'd probably yeah. think this one. Yeah, he'd be like, yeah, <laughs> just that laugh of his. And I tried to look him up, but I don't think he's on Facebook anymore. I was, I was wondering what happened to him the other day. Yeah, probably nothing good, honestly. I was thinking a couple people. I don't want to mention in case anything's happened, but um there's like a couple people looked up and like some of them hadn't posted anything for months and mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. uh jason mitten do you think lexar will be canceled canceled from what from in your head no i think we're beyond that point i don't <laughs> i don't think i don't i mean if you were, if we were gonna cancel him we've been for a long time ago not for this yeah, he's kind of really like uh, rose up in the heady verse because, like, I remember you used to just get mad at him and hang up on his calls, and right. now you're like, stay for the whole show, Lexar. I like Lexar. I, <laughs> I like Lexar. I don't know if I should say he's a good guy, but I like Lexar. Uh, no, he's. I'm just kidding. Um, Tyler Stevens has Lexar himself ever been Lexar? I think now he has, in, in a roundabout way. Mm-hmm. In a big figurative sense. Right. Right. Which is another lesson to be learned. Now he's he should see how others, you know, may feel about being um things happening to him. Um Rome Williams, do you guys pay like Hannibal or do you pay like Sean Oliver? We pay like n- neither because we pay nada. Did you see the 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 goon interview that he did? Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler sent it to me, and yeah. whoa, he just like the the ending. He's just like, oh, you're worthless drunk. I I, I so people thought and... like he was justified. I I I mean, he showed up in not a great condition. I'll give him that. Uh, yeah. I, I agree with that. I, I I don't think he should have acted like that to him. I also, yeah, I don't think he asked very good questions. He's yeah, that's kind of Markish stuff. And I honestly. You know, even just calling him the goon is like he, that was like what a few months run. The guy had, Wild Bill Irwin had been around for for decades, mm-hmm. and had runs like everywhere. I I personally see the last question he asked why he'd just be like I don't even have an answer. This like what it was I mean basically being a jobber to the Undertaker and superstars was this your biggest match at WWE? It's like he was he was it wasn't a competitive match. He was a job guy. Like, why would this be a big match for him? Yeah, yeah. He'd already did. It wasn't. And he wasn't just starting out and wrestling. Like, oh, it's cool. I'm wrestling The Undertaker. Undertaker really wasn't The Undertaker. I mean, he was The Undertaker. But he wasn't like, you know, the star we think of today. And he was on his way down in wrestling. So why would this be a big match to him? I get why he was like, ah, I mean, I don't really have an answer to this. But uh, I don't think that was a good way to, to act. I, mean. I, I don't think he should have even put the interview out and right. he probably shouldn't have blown up at him. And he probably could have rescheduled it to where he could have, you know. Yeah, I definitely to come back. I don't think better. he should have showed up for the interview like that. I, I agree with that. But I do yeah. think he should have handled it better. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason Mitten, do you like superhero movies? I mean, it's kind of a broad question. It's a, honestly, just, I like any kind of movie if it, if I like it. I know it's a silly question, answer, but it just depends if the movie. There's. Good I mean, stuff. I like I. If I just say I like all horror movies, I would think you know it's kind mm-hmm. of a dumb thing. I mean, it, I like a movie if it's good. There's good superhero movies, and then there's bad ones. So. Yeah. 
you know, just you got to watch it and see which ones you like. Right. I mean, there's no like genre. I would say uh, that would be weird. I've seen people say that, like horror people, like they love all horror movies. But I mean, that would be kind of dumb. I think mm-hmm. there's probably any genre. There's some movies I like in it. You know? Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. Jason Mitten is Lexar the most legendary member of the Hediverse, and how can we induct him into the Hall of Fame again? I'd say he's pretty legendary now. So, um, I think he'll probably he probably has a couple headies coming up in the next heady. If he was in like a faction or something, we could like put him in again. Yeah, maybe it's something you could think about starting the Lexar World Order. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could sell shirts too. L-W. I was going to do an artist rendition, but I don't think that's that would be good. Uh, how much mustard does Intra put on his watermelons? How much mustard do I put on my watermelon? Yeah, this is a new thing people put mustard on watermelons. Oh, I didn't even know about this. I don't eat watermelon, and uh, I don't, if like I did, I don't think I'd put mustard on it. No, it doesn't sound good. Were you gonna say yeah. something, Hope? Oh, it's been all over TikTok, like people putting watermelon on or no. Mustard, mustard on yeah. uh-huh. it and sound good. It, yeah, it kind of sounds weird. Well, the thing is, though, uh, like salt does go good with sweet stuff. So, I mean, mm-hmm. there's a possibility. I don't, I have no intention of trying. Well, it. it's been a discussion. Maybe this is what he's calling back to is that I'll put mustard on eggs, and everybody acts like that's kind of gross, but I you think put it's mustard good. on eggs. Yeah, put some mustard on eggs. It's it's very like get make some fried eggs and then put some mustard on it or make you like a fried egg sandwich and put some mustard on it. It's it's pretty good. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> make her try it, Vic. No, and you I gotta try it too, I Vic. Don't even like eggs, so it's... <laughs> he doesn't even like eggs. Yeah, dad will not eat eggs. Neither will my brother. My brother huh. won't eat eggs either. He'll only eat eggs if it's in something like a cake or something. But he won't I mean, it. it's basically he like... He doesn't even like it like if it's in fried rice or something. He'll pick it out. I mean, it's, there's an embryo and a yolk, and you crack it open and put it onto a, a frying pan, and it sizzles, and then, and then you and eat then you it. Like to eat it runny too, it. Well, yeah. Where it's still like... You eat runny eggs, right? Yeah, I like the I like them runny too. I'll eat them anyway. I mean, scramble, but like, I don't. That's not my favorite part of breakfast food, but I'll eat them. I mean, yeah, I only eat egg I whites. Could, I'll eat egg whites sometimes too. Yeah, if I'm trying to watch my calories and stuff. But Owl wants to know: Is Incher jealous of Chris Cruz's toilet? Well, what's his toilet like? Chris Cruz says, my new toilet seat cover floats silently to a close. It's a wonder. That seems totally unnecessary. So it, it floats down yeah. silently. Yeah. Is that something anyone like, is that, I know it's sometimes if you let the toilet makes fun, but is that really something you need to worry that much about to get like a magical toilet? What if the turd pops up kind of like Undertaker's hand? Like it's like, like a jack in the box. Still here. <laughs> yeah, maybe. 
Have your turds ever popped back up after you've gone to the, the bathroom? No, but I did have a floater earlier that wouldn't go quite down. No, it's just like three times. I was like, damn, this one is not going out of you. You ever think I'm just going to let it live? <laughs> just no, it's Take like it I outside can't and let it go free. <laughs> I can't leave this for somebody to come and find it. It's like, uh, I meant just take it outside and let it roam free. <laughs> Set it free. I, I yeah. don't think it works like that. Jonathan Jackson. That how would many... be some shit, though, if I did throw it out there. And it's like, just went <laughs> one. I was like, so basically you just made like um, Captain like Howdy. Mr. Hanky. Mr. Hanky, that's the name. That's the name. After you watch that episode, did you ever try to make your own Mr. Hanky? But I'm sure a Tootsie Roll would be suffice if you did want to make one. Like, kind Oh, of I thought you made you tried to make up. a Tootsie Roll out of your poop. No. <laughs> Don't find out how many licks it takes to get to the center of your no. Tootsie Roll. No. no. Jonathan Jackson. How many times has Jack held his gun under Intra's chin? What? It's a reference to Dynamite Kid holding his gun under his waist chin. Oh, 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 oh. But he meant my love gun. No, 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 no. <laughs> Never happened. Urius Tosh, will there be an In Your Head spinoff? Yeah, probably it's in the works right now. The Lexar show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, picture, like the opening to taxi or something like just this little like laid back tune you know just and lexar going about his day doing his daily task and and then it's just totally off the fucking bonkers whenever the show starts just like <laughs> lexar doing what's on his white shirt mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like lexar vision is what you're saying yeah <laughs> yeah watching some wrestling goes to the strip club comes home Mm -hmm. a picture of his dong puts it on the internet well i don't think he was meant to do it like that. oh it happened oh. but dobbs dean maya who is the biggest you snitch? think tazos is like jealous any like he's like i'm no longer considered <laughs> i think tazos a little jealous yeah and i think lex lexar lexar wasn't trying to be like outrageous yeah where Tazo tries too hard sometimes i think hmm. Dobbs Dean Maya, who's the biggest snitch in in history and why? Who's the biggest snitch in history and why? The person who sent Lexar's nudes to everybody. The biggest yeah, snitch, the big in, snitch in the in Hediverse history. Mm -hmm. Which is just history, I say. Yeah. Owl I mean, before that, we probably would have said like uh, uh what's his name, Fred Ottman, because he no, was uh, snitching right. on yeah, on a jay beefington but i wonder yeah. if like dobbs does he consider paul revere a snitch for for the callback to earlier yelling the british are coming like, <laughs> i guess he does doesn't he al wolf does intra have to take his clothes off to have a good time do i have to take my no i play <laughs> pinball i did play pinball like in my underwear the other day i was just like i'm gonna go play some pinball in my underwear are these internet is he gonna pop up on the internet no but i don't think i necessarily enjoyed it more than if i was fully clothed so 
what was what what was the impetus here what was like the reasoning were you hot or you're just like i'm damn i'm sexy and i think i was just like i'm gonna go play pinball in my underwear and i did <laughs> was this like what what did the other people at the pinball alley think at the arcade <laughs> there's there's nobody in my house oh is it your house i thought you meant it you know, yeah like, i didn't walk into a public arcade. place and be like i'm here <laughs> Not a Ben and Air. What is those berries or something? I don't know the name of an arcade. Oh, um, you're thinking of Dave and Buster's. Dave and Buster's. That would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. By the way, my local wrestling that I enjoyed was it made its comeback, and now it's uh. <clears throat> so they were doing this wrestling every month before the right before the pandemic. Then they had to stop. And then they just brought it back, and now it's over again. They would do a live uh, wrestling show at uh, Pins, which is a bowling alley, a bowling alley, and they also have an arcade and they have uh, pub food. And it was so much fun. You could you could either just get a seat or you could rent a table. We'd always rent a table. Me, my mom, my brother, and his girlfriend. And uh, so you you have your meal while you watch the live wrestling. The the ring it was such a good time. And uh, they put out a thing today that the uh, the Pins Alley decided no more wrestling, no more. Of, MMA, no more fighting sports of any kind in, in the building. And so something must they, have happened. Yeah, it was very unfortunate. So yeah. Hopefully they can find another place to do this because I enjoyed the show a lot. Somebody must have just went crazy in the bowling alley and they don't want to have that again. Maybe one of the MMA guys like ran out of the ring and took their opponent and threw him down the bowling alley. Yeah, or maybe. At first, like Ooh. maybe somebody rearranged all the shoes, like they took oh, the one shoe and then put it in the other, and then they're just like, "We can't have this." Jason Mitten, who is the biggest cock in history, and why? He's really obsessed with cocks lately. Yeah, Red Rooster, the cock of the yeah. uh huh, uh huh, Red Rooster. Maybe though uh, the guy always puts over the red rooster, um, Bruce Mitchell? Bruce Pritchard, Bruce Bruce Pritchard. Why well, do I always confuse him with Bruce Mitchell? Um, when will the Headyverse expand to so much content that no one could possibly keep up with it until they devote their entire lives to it, like WWE, Marvel, and Star Wars have? I don't think I would put Star Wars in there because, like, does what a movie every few years? And yeah, then they have like the Mandalorian. I mean, well, it's not that much content. They're like ten Marvel, there's now? getting to be too much. And WWE, I don't know how you could follow every show they do. There's an awful lot of heady verse out there already that you mm-hmm. take years for you to watch. Exactly. Listen to. Right. If you start at the beginning, it would take a long time. It would. Jason Mitten, if Vince McMahon sells WWE, who should be the new owner? hire or put in charge of running it i don't it not gonna run it damn be like charlie and the chocolate factory just let me have it and i'll go to town i got a golden ticket did they ever make a movie of what what happened when charlie Charlie got the chocolate Chocolate factory i thought you meant of charlie and the chocolate factory like 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 a sequel i mean because he has no experience of running a, a, a factory so like 
did he run it to the ground or did he that just... would be a shit if that's a sequel just goes out of business <laughs> he's just like <laughs> he's got it up with like really bad idea they are like wanting to make a re uh prequel about how Willy Wonka becomes Willy Wonka and it's like why I don't want to know that I don't yeah. want to know like the 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 origin of everyone and if Gene Wilder's dead it's like why even bother yeah and we always see Nobody Johnny Depp was that was horrible Nobody can be Gene Wilder. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, not to be negative about this, but I do think if if WWE is sold, that it has a finite shelf life because you, you're you're not going to cancel your family business. You'd be like, oh, I'm going to not do this anymore. But if it's just content for somebody, eventually, if the ratings go down and stuff, they'll be like. You know we're going to cancel this because every mm-hmm. show has been canceled in history, it, unless they look it out as like a sporting event because you know they don't cancel football and stuff. But every TV show, even ones that's been around for 20, 30 years, eventually gets canceled. I just think if but it gets sold to the to a network, it'll eventually will be. Canceled. It is a hybrid of things that where, where if they were canceled on one network, they would try to just go to another one and do it. But not thing. not if it's. Not if someone else bought it, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So let's say NBC bought it. Okay, if it's owned by a network. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I mean, maybe the, the old content might be there forever, but I don't think they would keep running NXT and Raw and SmackDown mm-hmm. and doing pay-per-view shows if people started, if it wasn't making, honestly, even making money, but if it, if it, if it started not making as much money, things get canceled, so... I just see it eventually because people it gets less and less ratings now. If it gets sold, I just think eventually we won't see it anymore. Like new WWE oh, product. Yeah. Pro wrestling would pro wrestling would continue with all the other all the other promotions. But yeah, WWE World Wrestling Entertainment can't survive without the McMahons. Yeah, I don't think so. I you think you were saying what's going to happen. You you once said what's going to happen to WWE once Vince dies. Well, WWE is going to die once Vince dies. I agree. I think so too. Unfortunately, I mean, I don't want I don't want any wrestling to go away. Even if I don't currently watch WWE, I'd still want it to you know always be around. But I think it could go on without Vince. I think it would. I mean, AEW they're 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 making their ways in the wrestling world. I think somebody else could take the reins and keep the company afloat i think it might even get better honestly because you'd get a lot of these weird crazy ideas that vince mcmahon you know like refusing for people to say wrestling on television all that would be gone you know you wouldn't have to have deal with all that we will see we will see how much jason wants to how much to do a nude scene in a movie how much pesos how much would it take you you gotta make me the million dollar man that's how much (laughs) i'm gonna say two million just to have a higher price than steven i'll do it for 10 grand (laughs) 10 grand that's it oh i don't care yeah oh why not it's just a nude scene it's not a sex scene yeah so if Jason comes up with the money, we'll get a private little video. 
I, I think me and Steve was giving like joke answers, but I think Jack's answer is like 100% serious. He's like, come up with the money. Jason Mitten, true story. I just added someone I don't know on Facebook and they immediately sent me a voice message. Should I listen to it or are they trying to blackmail me? Well, I mean, they can't blackmail you if you listen to a, a voice message. What are they going to do? I'm going to send out your ears that you you listen to this thing? I mean, come on. You have some um, sense here, man. Is he afraid there's like a virus hidden with him? I mean, that's a different thing, but I think if it's just one of those audios that are sent, well, you probably shouldn't click on any links, but yeah. I, I would say Jason Mitten, is the word black male racist? And can you give white male or brown male someone? I don't want to get canceled. I think I'm we should cancel that. Jason. Think about that. Yeah. Let's let's switch. Let's turn this around. Let's get this rid, rid of this jabroni. Well, he's your young boy, so you yeah, he's, be he's run his clapping back into shape. Yeah. Let's suspend him for a little bit anyway. Owl thought let's send him to camp, some kind of camp. Owl thoughts on Incher's boy Hannibal snitching to the Canadian government about Sami Zayn. Oh, where he was uh going out without a mask. Yeah, but didn't didn't he doesn't he travel to Texas like and wear a mask like a wrestling mask so people don't know who he is? And isn't he doing illegal stuff doing that? I think. I don't think he has a, a he doesn't have like a work uh, visa. Oh yeah. Anyway, regardless, anytime people stitch someone in for like that, that's uh that's shit. Yeah. To me, I always grew I was raised, you know, snitching, tattletale, that stuff's it's low. It's low low stuff. You don't do that. Snitches get stitches. Exactly. I've been told that once, but I can't really discuss when I was been told that had, it was work re, work related so looked down upon in the italian culture mm-hmm. dobbs dean maya so is taking a walk the other day and see a blind woman pacing up and down the sidewalk she seems to be a f- bit frustrated as if she had dropped something and having a hard time finding it so after watching her struggle for a while i decided to go over and lend a helping hand. Hello, ma'am. Can I be of assistance? It seems to me that you've lost something. I would like to help you find it. She replied, oh, yes, you have lost something. You've lost your life. Okay. It's like a short film or something. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Uh, I, think is is like, I think this is like an episode of Alfred Hitchcock Presents or something. <laughs> and like there's a big twist at the end. It seems like, the, you know, like a like a like a you know when you'd sit around with the kids like in the campfire mm-hmm. or like we used to do with flashlights you know tell like ghost stories yeah i don't know i don't, I don't see how it's a question or wrestling related but... brian matthew Clutter. good try though was well, yeah, a good, good try at least that my young boy's trying mm-hmm. that that yeah i'm proud of Dobbs. brian matthew clutter what's your favorite memory of hermie sadler in tna Favorite memory of Hermie Sadler and TNA. He came on the show and we interviewed him. See, right? this is this is total bullshit here. Tyler says wrestling never gets canceled. 
Have you lived? Have you lived in the world? Every wrestling's been canceled in my lifetime, except for one. Canceled. Yeah, they've all been canceled. All star WCW was canceled. It was still the highest rated thing. On, on uh, Nitro and, and Thunder were still the highest rated shows on TNT e- and, and TBS. Both were canceled. ECW got canceled. Yeah, these were big shows. On Thrill Zone Friday, mm-hmm. they had Roller Jam. Roller Jam was canceled, and that was really big at one point in time. Monster Jam with the monster trucks. Kevin Paralysis. Is it true that Seamus was supposed to do a be on in your head? It's true. Yeah. I had the banner. I had the old, I probably the email somewhere. As soon as I saw that banner, I was like, he just wanted this guy on just because of this banner. He asked to be on. I didn't ask him to be on. He emailed in your head, said he liked the show, wanted to come on to talk about he was wrestling in Ireland or some of the time. And I went to his website and he had, he had music. It was one of the, you know, back in the day, I used to do this on in your head without your head and Tyler hated it. He got rid of it where it would immediately play. I used to have it where it immediately just start playing the yeah, show. I remember. And he like just totally abolished that feature yeah, uh, <laughs> to stop you. Right. So his site you go to and it just start playing his theme, but it wasn't his current one, but it was about like hacking people with a battle ax or something. And I was like, this guy rules. He's like, this crazy mohawk and and he's talked about i mean that mohawk his hair though was like straight up in the air and bright red uh-huh. and he used to talk about attacking people up with a battle axe and he had a big sword and i was like this guy rules all right let's do it and i can make a fun <laughs> banner and then uh so yeah we we're gonna do it and then all of a sudden he stopped replying and then eventually i got it and he like i said he emailed us and then eventually he's like well, thank you for the interest, but uh, I'm on, I'm in Florida Championship Wrestling, and all interviews mm. must go through the WWE's. Got too big season. for us. Yeah. So then it was like a almost like a form letter. Yeah. Real real quick, face got to go to bed, but okay. I wanted to do I'm, the. Bear. I called her Hope earlier. I wanted to do the bear for her because she turned 18. Yesterday. Oh, awesome! Well, happy birthday! Oh. Thank you. Yeah. Happy, happy birthday! birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Excellent. <laughs> happy birthday. Happy birthday. For your 18th birthday. Birthday. Hope you had some cake. Yeah, my I don't really like birthday cake, so my mom made me this Oreo trifle for my birthday. Oh, that sounds good. I did have cake-ish. All right, cake-ish. That works. Yeah. Well, very good. Well, good night, guys. Nighty night. Ow, ooh. Did Tony Khan make a mistake by not spending half a million dollars to get the rights to running with the devil? Chris Jericho revealed on Talk is Jericho that Van Halen wanted a half a million dollars to use their song Running with the Devil. Thank Frank Sinatra's estate only wanted 15000 to use Me and My Shadow for a parody. DMX's music would have cost less than that. No. 
who was one to use running with the devil uh jericho i i think when they did the the when they started when they did the song when they came in remember when they broke into song i guess original i don't think it would have worked as well if they broke into running with the devil yeah like the 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 the, the max uh mjf thing yeah, yeah i think the song they used you know if you like that segment or not I think that song they used was the right thing. Like if they broke into a rock mm. song, I don't think it would have had the same like vibe. No, I don't think so either. Dobbs Dean Maya. Is there anybody more kinkier than Robert Bun- Bud Kinky? Robert Budzinski, I've renamed Robert Bud Kinky. He's pretty kinky. Owl, would you eat Brian Matthew Clutter's butter? No, I don't think so. I can't believe it's not clutter. <laughs> Ooh. Al- <laughs> Al-Ub, excluding above the law, hard to kill, marked for death, out for justice, and under siege movies. What is your favorite Steven Seagal movie? On Deadly Ground. I don't know. There are a bunch of shits. That's the only one I can think of outside of that. I'll uh, say. I'll say exit wounds because my wife and I were extras on that movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, there you go. I don't know. And I met Steven Seagal, too. Did you beat his ass? He doesn't want to talk about it. I've not heard good things about him. From people I've interviewed. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to look him up here. I mean, I know he is, but I'm just trying to look up movies that aren't his big movies. <laughs> he, had yeah. brief, he had a brief appearance in that Kurt Russell airplane movie. Kurt Russell airplane movie. Yeah, the one where he was where he he died at the beginning. Um, they were doing the airplane underneath the the hijacked uh, plane. Oh, what was the name of it? Halle Berry was in it. And, I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember that. Huh. I'll say Machete. He was oh, in yeah. Machete? Yeah, I don't know how much he's in it, but he's in it. Danny Trejo and Jessica Alba. Huh. I like Danny Trejo, so I'll say Machete. I just said on Deadly Ground because that's the only one I could think of outside yeah. of that. That's fine. I know he like has like a scene where he's like, "Oh, you hurt my wood" or something like that, and then he like hits this dude like, like he's hitting him with like this pole or something, and he's like, "You dented my wood" or something. I forget. It's it's pretty cheesy. Yeah, I completely disagree with Golgo here. He says, "I like Jericho, but that Judas entrance with everyone singing is cringe for me." I love it. I get, I love it every time I watch it. I've been in the crowd when they do it. Uh, I think it's the best entrance in wrestling. I'd say it's more appropriate now that he's a face. Though. So I think when he was a heel, it, it was kind of like, well, he's a bad guy, but we're singing his songs. I still enjoy. It was still really fun being there live, and it, and when the crowd is there, I don't think there's any entrance like it when the crowds are singing along. I think it's great. 
Uh, Alwub, do you think Kamala Harris has ever made love in a rocking chair? Let's make love in a rocking chair. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say maybe. She's pretty, uh, she might be the uh, the sexiest uh, vice president of the United States of all time. I don't know. That Dan Quayle. <laughs> Would you make love to Dan Quayle in a rocking chair? I can't even remember what Dan Quayle looked like. <laughs> what do you misspell? Potato or something? That's all. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it was potato. potato. Yeah. Um, let's see. <laughs> Poor guy. That's like uh, any, uh, the only if thing. Someone did that today. I don't think anyone would care. But like, it yeah. was such a huge deal. To... It was huge back then. I remember it was all over the news. Yeah, all that's and all the you know all the late night shows. Like uh-huh. every night, it was a joke about potato. Um, Brian Matthew Clutter. What was your favorite match where Rick Steiner and Kenny Chaos were a tag team? <laughs> I guess it's all. It's pretty epic times. Rick Steiner, Kenny Chaos. That's like, uh, who even remembers those matches? Like Brian Clutter and and Nikhil, probably. God, what ever happened to Kenny Chaos? Uh, I don't know. I've actually tried to get him on the show, but I can never find any information on. Him. Hmm. I, I actually thought he was pretty good. To be honest, I liked him. Yeah. You remember the dynamic tag team of Rick Steiner and uh, Judy Bagwell? <laughs> Rick Steiner and Judy Bagwell. I don't remember that one. That was around the same time. Yeah. Owl, but the expression, if I'm lying, I'm dying, has re- was real. How many deaths would Intrap experience? If I'm lying, I'm dying? Yeah. <laughs> I do not lie. I'm very honest. Oh man, Intra just died. What's happening? No shit. Such a sad day on in your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nikhil Callahan's got a few here. <laughs> it's Nikhil time. Yeah, it's time to get the big dick energy up. Okay, oh. so he has a few. So, like, how many pages is a few? Got a tap, guys. Steven's like... Steven's going. Good night. Yeah, I gotta go. All right. It's yeah, only seventeen go questions, and sure. Seventeen, folks. Yeah. Ninety-nine. Uh, I can't believe Lexar replied to everyone welcoming me on Facebook, and he didn't reply to me. Why? Maybe he didn't have time. His Facebook career was very short. <laughs> it was very short. Hell in the Cell pay-per-view this weekend. There is? Holy yes. shit, I didn't know this. Yeah. Yes. Man, I used to look forward to all these shows. Now they come about, and I'm like, well, this is on. Snuck right up on you. All right, let's open this up. There's only five matches announced. What? This is a match? Alexa Bliss for Shayna Baszler with Nia Jax and Reginald. Yeah, that was announced last night. Yeah. You know Alexa Bliss is going to win, and how dumb mm. is that? Like, Sheena Baszler should destroy her, but... Yeah, Alexa Bliss. She's she's the winner. Roman Reigns versus Rey Mysterio with Dominic. Roman. 
Yeah. Yeah. Dominic shouldn't be there, like you said. He should be off TV for about a month. Yeah, forever, forever. But this, oh, that's also a Hell in the Cell match. Bianca Belair versus Bailey. Uh, Bianca is going to win. Yeah, I'd actually like Bailey to win. I don't really. I'm not really a big fan of Bianca Belair. I think she has good matches, but I don't. I don't like the character. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte. So three out of the five matches are women's matches. Uh, I think Rhea keeps it. I think she'll keep it. Yeah, too. Um, yeah, Charlotte's just had the belt too much. I think. I I actually would prefer Charlotte. Um. It's weird because someone earlier said, unlike uh, the other programs, Impact does a lot of women's wrestling. But I thought, well, I don't know what other wrestling you're watching because every time I watch wrestling, there's a lot of women's matches. Uh, Bobby Lashley defending the title versus Drew McIntyre in the last chance Hell in a Cell <laughs> So this is the last time. His- last chance. God, they've wrestled what 15 times? The yeah. best of 27 series. Um, I hope Lashley wins, so it is the last time. Because I assume if Drew wins, then it'll they'll, they'll keep wrestling. Yeah, they, they may go with Drew. I'm gonna go with Drew because why would they uh say it's the last? time I mean, it really makes him look like a loser if he loses. It's pretty bad, pretty bad. But do you want to see like him win and then this? Not really, but they've missed the boat of trying to. And I think he really had all the tools, but they've missed the boat in really making him seem like a big-time champion. Drew mm-hmm. I don't know what you do at this point. I think you have to do something like take him off TV for a while and bring him back a little different or do a heel turn or something. Yeah. But I don't know. It's not really lighting my world on fire, that show. Doesn't sound too th- swill- uh, thrilling. Don, yeah, I saw this earlier. Don West just announced he has a brain uh, lymphoma. Oh no! What's a, what is a brain lymphoma? It's like a brain cyst or tumor. Yeah, yeah. really too bad uh, for anyone to get. And you know, I'm a big fan of Don West. That's too bad. That's a shame. I hope he uh, has. A, uh, they can um, do an operation. Maybe he can recover. So. That's terrible. After winning the million dollar championship, where does LA Drake rank amongst the previous holders of Ted DiBiase, Ted DiBiase Jr., the ringmaster, and Virgil? Pretty high up there, I would say. I, I'm probably above Ted Jr., but below the ringmaster, Virgil, and Ted. Mm. Fourth best, I think. Fourth best. Mark Henry wants Braun Strowman in AEW. Would you like to see this happen? We went over this earlier. Yeah, I'd like to see it. Do you think AEW should sign Aleister Black? I do. Yes. Yeah, they, they probably do good with Aleister. Do, Is do, he really from Amsterdam? Like, maybe. I don't hear any, like, accent. But, so. hmm. Okay. I just, I just, whenever he talks, you don't really hear much of an accent. But I don't know. Maybe he's just, I don't know. 
Maybe just kicks ass for gas. He could. That's an old reference. It is. See. see, it says he's a Dutch wrestler. He's born in the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is Jack's favorite Eric Roberts movie? Boy, people want to know our favorite movies with people in lately. I don't know. Eric Roberts. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it Wants Blood by James Balsamo. Hmm. Thoughts on the rumor Samoa Joe will be the new general manager of NXT? That's cool. Works for me. Yeah. Be neat. Does that mean Regal won't be there? Yeah. Do they fire him? Because I like Regal. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on Satamura defeating Kaylee Ray for the NXT UK women's title and in the 640 day reign. Hot damn. Heck yeah. Do uh, you feel <laughs> sorry? Who are those two people? Do you feel Chris Jericho is trying to rehash all attitude era stuff in AEW lately with the limo and water host segment? I mean, uh, nah, I like I it. do think the water host segment is a little overused. I mean, yeah, that one, that one particular thing, but the rest of it, I, I mean, the limo stuff is kind of just kind of a wrestling thing. thing. Uh, do you enjoy the the only problem with the water hosting? I think they were just too far away from the ring. Mm-hmm. Do you enjoy the wingman faction in AEW, which consists of JD Drake, Ryan Nemeth, Cesar Bonini, and Pretty Avalon? Nope. Haven't seen enough of them, but I like Ryan Nemeth. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think he has something going for him. You like him better than Dolph? Well. Dolph's been really overexposed and underutilized. So, mm-hmm. why Ryan is new for me. So, I like him currently. Um, thoughts on Kenny Omega beating Moose? Um, I, I was fine with it, but good by me. I, I was kind of under, underwhelmed by the whole, yeah. The whole I presentation. Know, really, I don't know what necessarily the match. I don't know what the hell they're thinking in Impact, but let's see. Karrion Cross just beat four people at Takeover. Who will challenge him next? Beat four people. Um, maybe Samoa Joe. Could be, yeah. Huh. Effie. How about Eli Drake? He's got the million dollar belt. Or LA Knight. That's LA Knight. Yeah, LA Knight. Excuse me. I pay for the wrestling observer. Does that mean I'm a mark? Nah, I used to pay for it. I did too. How do you get it? Through the website or do you like order it? Do they I don't know. Does he send it all the way to England town? Probably cost yeah. a lot. I think the website's probably the better value. And I remember like when I ordered the Observer, like some issues would just get totally shredded oh, in yeah. the mail. Yeah, because he would literally just fold fold a bunch of paper over and staple it or something. Yeah, he just put like a little tab on the end and yeah, send it. But yeah, so. Nah, you're cool. It's cool. I'd kind of like to have the Observer, but. I would too at times, I'd read. But there's probably yeah. a lot of stuff that I remember when he really started 
I I do so much MMA, I kind of lost interest because half of it I wouldn't read. You know. Mm -hmm. What's the closest strip club to you called? I don't really even know, honestly, because it used to be one. We only had one on the Cape, and it closed. Zach's. I think it would probably be JB's Gentleman Club. I think. Ever go there? The closest one to me. When, when you go been... there, do you go there as a patron or do you go there as as a as a worker? <laughs> it's 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 a topless uh, female it's to- dancer bar. So uh, they wouldn't want me. Do you ever just hang out and look in the window? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Let's see. I'm gonna look up strip club. Let's see what's the closest one to me. There's a place in tennis across the state line in Tennessee, about six miles. That's called, I kid you not, the Booby Bungalow. <laughs> the Booby Bungalow. Oh my goodness! I've never been there. In case you're wondering. So no, that that probably was the follow up question. That's the closest one to me is the boardroom cabaret. Says it's thirty six miles away. Hmm. Adult Entertainment Club gets four out of five stars in Brockton, Mass. Closes soon. Closes at one a.m. They got a website. I've actually never been to a strip club. Looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's all purple inside. We are now boardroom cabaret. It used to be Foxy Brockton, but now it's been renamed the boardroom cabaret. It's open Wednesdays through Sunday at 3 p.m. to 1 a.m. Tyler S. here in the chat says, Jack is the Lexar of the Massachusetts. What does that even mean? I don't know. He's got to explain himself. Never rubbed myself against someone who was, who was unknowing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't know what I don't know what I have in common. I mean, we like wrestling, but that's about it. I mean, I barely even like that. Uh, Incher, I brought Pokemon. Let's go Pikachu on the Nintendo Switch. Does that mean I'm pathetic? <laughs> so he bought Let's Go Pikachu on the Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. No, are you cool? I own some uh, Pokemon games. Really? They go up in value like crazy. Like so, you selling them on the black market? Market? No, I want to sell them on the black market. I just put them on eBay, sell them, get top dollar for those bad boys. You've been selling them? You making the scratch? I only sell stuff if I get it extra. Tony Khan said AEW made $43 million from TV in 2020, but they invested eight figures in the game, which makes a company in the red. 
Should be we we worried about the future. I mean, no, it's that's how businesses work. Uh, Operate in the red for a while. And he says, uh, "Thank you for fi- well." They're working the red because they put money to the video game, but mm-hmm. the video game's not out yet. So then, when that comes out, they'll make a lot of money off that. Plus, this is a bad year too. Yeah, but he said they made forty three million dollars off the TVs. Yeah. Um, uh, Brian Matthew Clutter, are you hyped for Metroid Dread? It looked really good, so I am uh, excited for that one. So. Is it like Doug Dig Doug? Um, no, it's not like Dig Doug. Um, is this maybe the grappling game? hook that you use whenever you get that in Metroid? It's kind of similar. Is this to a new Metroid Doug? game? Because I do like the yeah. Metroid. Yeah, and it's 2D. It's it's like Super Metroid. Oh, Super stylish. Metroid is arguably my favorite uh, video game. There's really? been a lot of sequels similar to that, so like uh, Metroid Fusion, Metroid Zero. The great ending to Super Metroid. I remember you actually kind of mm-hmm. felt like time time is against you when after you beat the Mother Brain, and then you got to yeah. escape into the to the into your ship, and time's running out and everything. It was a uh, I really got into that game. That was good. That, and then I also like the all the Zelda games, but I really like the Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Uh, Owl, what politician would enter like to kidnap and torture in his basement? None. President Jack Tunney. Um. Hmm. No, I don't have any politician I'd hate that much that I'd want to capture him and torture him in my basement. Did Incher take notes during the Grizzly Smith Dark Side of the Ring? No. Brian Matthew Clutter, is Griff Garrison's gimmick that he's impersonating Lenny Lane or impersonating Chris Jericho? Besides the hair, I don't really see much similarity. Mm-hmm. I actually like him. I I think that's a team. I think actually has a lot of potential, but they probably should have kept off. If they had like, a, I should have just kept them on dark for a little while until they were more seasoned. I think, but I like both guys. Is that the dude who's tagging with uh, Brian Pillman Jr.? Yeah, I don't really like the tag team name, but I like the team. Yeah. Owl, but is it true that In Your Head won't allow Headyverse members to sign their character name for fans at conventions? Yeah. Ultimate Beef, we own it, buddy. Mm, it's all ours. We own President Clinton. <laughs> we do. We own Lexar. Lexar, buddy, if you want to start capitalizing on the fame, mm-hmm. we own it all. Owl, does Intra think that critical race theory should be taught in schools? Owl. I don't even know what that is. Does Jason comb his hair with a fork because he's a huge mark for Abdullah the Butcher? I never thought of it that way. Probably. You think if you were big enough mark for Abby, like that you'd find it a badge of honor if, if you would have got like hep C from a from a fork that he used on his own head? No. 
With all the fake names, this is uh, Jason Minton. With all the fake names and characters in the Headyverse, did Lexar just prove he's the most authentic member, or was he just protecting the business, living the gimmick? I'm not sure that makes any sense. Like he's saying, like Lexar is like more of a character, but really he's like he just did that to protect. No, but he's, his character. he's saying he's the most real member. So okay. So he's he's living up to the people think of him as this, you know. I don't want to say what I was gonna say, but <laughs> I I think he's a good man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Owl Bronda Rousey is partially Venezuelan, though her mother's grandmother through her I'm sorry, Ronda Rousey is partially Venezuelan through her mother's grandmother. So does Intra consider her a Latina? I don't know. Jason Mitten, do you think the person who blackmailed Lexar was a victim of Lexar and just getting their revenge? No, this is just some random person. That would be an interesting twist, though. If that was I did see some like conspiracy theorists thinking it's like a Hediverse member, but I agree. I think it's just a random bot thing. This kind of stuff happens a lot. It's just a lot of mm-hmm. people. You know, they know about the internet. No, not uh, this actually happened. And I only say this because he posted it on Facebook. He was open about it. This happened to Man Man Pondo. His was video. Uh, some, because uh, he posted all about this. A woman, thought it was a woman, you know, video sent him something. And then he videoed back to her, pleasuring himself to her pictures. And then she was like, I'm going to uh, post this to everybody. And Madman Pond was like, I don't care. Do everyone. I'm not sending you money. So. Post away. I don't know if she ended up sending it to anybody or not. But there you go. All right. That's it. Intro. Mm-hmm. How horrifying would it be, though, if like you really thought you're like in a relationship with somebody and then they're like, they blackmailed you like that. Yeah, it'd be bad times. Yeah. Bad this three-day relationship. I think it was the first day. I don't think he met it. I don't think he started talking with the first day and he joined. Really? I don't think he they really, really talked. I think it was just right to <laughs> right to right to the nitty-gritty. Uh-huh. Huh. Man, I'm kind of beat. Me too. I'm tired. You can uh, check out some some classic interviews, some older interviews opposed to that. My man here, intro our man, Vic Schiavone, uh recorded for me. Oh yeah. That was your good camera work there, Vic. Uh, the ones from seven was. I mean, there was a real good interview with, with um Fred Ottman that mm. was from six that I didn't do that one. But ah, I see. I think I see. All the other ones and except I'm um, a little disappointed that Jack didn't release the Kelly Kelly interview. Yeah, the Kelly Kelly one didn't release. I also didn't release the Lanny Poffo. But the Lanny so Poffo. yeah, you have that one now? Mm-hmm. I'll have to look it over, see what's happening on it. <laughs> Kelly <laughs> Kelly would have been all of two. The Kelly minutes. Kelly I have. It's not worth posting. I have a Sean Mooney one too, but I don't have the saved uh, separate audio for some reason. And the audio really, I don't know if I'll be able to clean it up, but the audio is bad because you hear a lot of background noise. Uh-huh. It's too bad because it's a really good interview, Sean Mooney. So I might post it and just tell people that the audio is a little messed up. But. And you don't have the other 
No, I have them because I, I would record the audio separately on the Zoom and then I'd sync them up. But for some reason, I don't have that audio file. I don't know why. I was impressed how those turned out because I remember filming them. Some some of them, I couldn't even hear you. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why I use the Zoom at, at shows like that because it'll, it'll, uh, it'll take out a lot of the background noise. I wonder if you could like rip the audio and then run it through like the level later. Yeah, thing. I've tried uh, different things, but all that does is it boosts the background noise and makes it even worse. I know like um, Adobe Audition or. Yeah, I've tried lots of things with Adobe Audition, but I, I can't because I, I actually still have run stuff, some, back, yeah. some noise reduction on these other ones and it worked, but I can't quite get it on. The, I think it's because mm. the levels are so similar. Yeah, yeah. But I'll try. I've been trying. We'll see if I can. I'll put it up somehow. I'll still put it up, but uh, hopefully I can. I can uh, fix it. Add subtitles. Could do that. Yeah, like uh, parts that are real unintelligible. I'm gonna, I'm gonna if send you it remember. to you, so you, and you make you do it. Like back in the day when I made you write out the transcript of the. Mm -hmm. I remember you loved that. Oh, it was the best. <laughs> Tyler wants to know when you beat a Nintendo game, you feel accomplished. Yes. True. Mm -hmm. Interest sells games on the JYD market. I don't know what that means. Man. No, J Plus is going to be pissed, though. Mm -hmm. Travis Sandal uh, wished Faith a happy birthday. I will pass that on to her. He also says, my wife Amanda still thinks Jack is handsome, no matter how much I try to change her mind. Handsome Jackie Jones. You think it's true? I, I, need, I need to shave him a little scruffy at the moment. But do I turn you on, Intro? Want to exchange some photos after the show? Sure. Let's get down to it. Let's All do right, it right we now. We gotta go. We'll see you guys next week. Oh boy. This yeah. is gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be slopping it. Andre the giant. Andre was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not small. No, no, no. Andre could drink and he could fight. Drink, 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 and a fight, fight, fight. Andre was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not small. No, no, no. Andre could drink and he could fight. Drink, 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 and a fight, fight, fight. Andre the giant. Andre was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not small. No, no, no. Andre was great. He was not bad. A great big captain, a great big man. Andre was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not small. No, no, no. Andre could drink, and he could fight. Drink, 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 and a fight, fight, fight. Andre the Giant. From Grenoble, France.